0: hello everybody and welcome to the 12th episode of your favorite podcast my favorite podcast yes it is the year spectacular of are you ready guys are you ready, ready. for it all right I, I'm ready I'm feeling good I I'm feeling good
1: Woo. the year
0: spectacular of Arcade Parlor. Parlor. Parlor you're right oh that's it that's so distinct i can't even say it distinct but i loved it that felt great and already people are like why is this guy talking why is the intern of the show running the show right now and we had a talk and you know what we need to celebrate these two legends we got ashley we got Ponch. a year of podcasting is no joke and we had a great idea. Let's focus as like on them and the podcast as the special guests. I want to get to know them more than I already do. I think everyone in here wants to know the secrets of David Punch, the secrets of Ashley, what brought them here, and to celebrate the successes we've already had. So are you guys ready to have a good time to celebrate one year
1: of Arcade Parlor? Uh, I'm already having a great time. Me too. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's make it better. Let's go, baby. Well-
0: Let's go, let's go. All right. So it's been a year. We have a lot of new people listening. Um, might not know where this thing started, you know, might not know the origins of it. You know, I took a listen to all of the episodes to prepare for this. I you know what, I did it naturally. I had no idea this was coming up, and I just love the show so much. But uh, David, I know this was your brainchild. Um, you actually thought about it a year before you you finally followed through. What was that like? Like what were your first thoughts? Like, what was the original arcade parlor before you even got the name of the show?
1: So, yeah, and so I've I've uh, kind of wanted to do something like this for a long time, right? Uh, I, I didn't know how to. Uh, obviously, you have to have some type of audience, right? Uh, I mean, you can start a podcast and put it out there. Nobody will listen to it. Uh, so it was like one of those things like for a long time. I'm like, i like, I love the podcasting format. I, I listen to podcasts on my commute and it will not not as much anymore because I don't I work from home for the most part but for like eight years going into the office you know 50 minute drive there 50 minute drive back I would I would just rip through podcasts uh, m- uh one specifically about gaming that was like four hours long it would take me like the whole it would take me a couple of days to get through and then just some local local stations actually had a cool podcast format they could listen to and I was like I, I really like the podcast format like it's uh it's it's entertaining. You can pace it how you want. Uh, you kind of get to know the people in a sense, uh, even though they don't know you per se. And I was like, that, that's just really cool to me. You know, people mowing the lawn, listening to a podcast like, like for me, if I do any type of housework, it's a podcast on if I if I were to go for a jog, I don't listen to music. Music will bore me out of my mind if I'm going on a jog or if I'm lifting weights or something like that. It, it's got to be a podcast. Uh, so I, I I just got used to listening to podcasts. And I was like, that'd be so cool to be on one one day. So, you know, after being on Twitch for a while, uh, getting to to know people in the community and stuff like that, uh, different communities that have different numbers of people watching and stuff like that. uh, I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe it's time to like maybe reach out about something See see if people are, you know. Interested in doing it. I I know like a year before I tested the waters in my own stream, I was like, would anybody even be interested in this? And some people said, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, nothing happened. Cause again, I didn't know what to do with it. Like who, who would even be on it? Uh, you know, I, I don't want to do a solo podcast. I don't really enjoy those per se, but, uh, yeah. And then finally we, uh, I, I had asked at the time, I had actually first reached out to, uh, Jackson. Uh, if you guys remember from the early episodes for about, about the first full, uh, what, seven months or so episode seven, I think he was up on to, uh, I was like, yo bleach, do you want to be on a podcast and he and he responded he was like that honestly I, I gave I gave more details of course about it and everything when I, when I approached him and he's like yeah that actually sounds really cool and, and he did give me the disclaimer at the time he's like, uh as cool as this is, I do want to make it aware that things could be changing for me at some point. I might not be able to commit like a million percent to doing this which is fine uh but I, I wanted him on there because he had some good energy enjoyed his streams and everything like that what do you got pops so i do raise your hand yeah so
0: <laughs> when i listened to the first episode i loved how you described jackson as the high energy wild card youth that that he was he absolutely encapsulates that but i, I want to just quickly ask you do you remember how you described ashley because i was laughing out loud in that first episode with how, why you picked up ashley on on the podcast
1: <laughs> um no i don't think maybe i No, i, I don't think i do what, what did i say i don't even remember we needed a lady who talked a lot <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and i said that on I, I said that
0: on the podcast did i to be fair you said it a lot nicer and ashley simplified it's like oh we needed a lady who could, you said we needed a lady who could carry a conversation that everyone liked that we're gonna have fun with and, you know, people relate. So it's just not a bunch of dudes talking sports ball and something like, hey, let's get another perspective in here. And Ashley mm-hmm. just goes, so you just needed a lady who talked a lot. And you go, yep, you nailed it. Well, and I thought that was so funny.
2: <laughs> when he originally asked me to be on the podcast, uh, he contacted me and he was like, hey, I've had this idea for a long time. This brainchild of mine uh, to do a podcast. He's like, Bleachy's already on board. Um and you know i wanted to see if he wanted to be a part of it and i think before i could even answer he's like also it's family friendly ashley just so you know uh (laughs) because if you've ever been to one of my streams it's we're very friendly but family friendly we are not so um i was i was so excited i was like he wants me to do this like poncho and i've been friends for a long time but uh I remember after uh, he told me Jackson was on board and it was family friendly and I was like, absolutely, this sounds great. Uh, I actually went back to him and I was like, hey, Punch, um, why me? He goes, well, we needed like a token girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You filled the the role beautifully. It was like Punch did a great job of getting (laughs) these pieces in place for. And I know you already talked about like, hey, I love listening to video game podcasts, but What you mentioned too in the first episode that stuck out with me—it is different than other podcasts. I've I've listened to video game podcasts. There's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of like, okay, I love this, I hate this, and they get they dive into the hate and they often pick fights with other podcasters. And what I love that you created here is a podcast where we reach out and we lift people up. We say, hey, you know what? I want to focus on this dude and give him the limelight, even though. You know, we're all Twitch streamers. We're all in a similar community. We're kind of all in competition. But what I love this—it's like, no, we're not. Like, we're, we're, let's build it all up together and highlight these people and showcase them and keep this like the podcast as a positive place to be. And not only that. The parlor part of Arcade Parlor is like my favorite thing. Some of those conversations with Sherby, Tanooki Dan, Old Wolf, where we just go on a tangent about, what was it? Banana Slurpees and things like that. (laughs) And like, you don't get that. Like every other video game podcast, like we are only going to talk about Contra and Nintendo and Super, and it's so hyper-focused and you miss that parlor part where we can just joke around. So when did you get the idea for the parlor aspect of it?
1: So. i I was inspired by another podcast uh of, of similar where, where they came from it, it was people who were on uh a, a podcast that was specifically about gaming and then eventually you know things happen people move on to different jobs and stuff like that so they were no longer working at the company and then but three of them kind of came back to them were like let's just do this for the fun of it and in a, a similar ish vibe uh where it's about video games but who cares if we even actually get to the video game aspect? Sometimes, like sometimes, it's like video games are like ten percent of what we talk about. Other times, it's like ninety percent. I mean, it depends on obviously the guest who we have on here, and it just depends on our mood. Sometimes, sometimes we're just like, like you said, we we had, like we had a forty-five minute tangent on banana flavored icies, <laughs> and honestly, the tangents are some of my are probably my favorite parts of the yeah. podcast. Right? I mean, I love gaming. I love talking about video games, old video games, new ones. But just sitting back as friends and just talking about whatever is, I think, some of the best conversations you can have on a podcast without like any scripted. Like we're going to talk about this right here, this right here and this right here. Uh, I-, I think that's that's personally my favorite parts when when just a ra- random rabbit trail that comes off and everybody goes off on it. And it's just it's just bizarre where the conversation leads and stuff like that's Some of the most interesting stuff on a podcast, in, in my opinion. I think a lot of people seem to share that when I hear feedback on the podcast, like the biggest feedback I heard on the podcast was the banana icy. Everybody just kept talking about that, you know, the next couple of weeks. That was the best part or the mac and cheese. Everybody. That's that's the only thing that people remember from that episode was the mac and cheese, the coffee. cup. I I wouldn't have it any other (laughs) way. It's like those are the best parts of the podcast. Uh, and, And that's why I wanted like a parlor type setting where it's just like, you know, we're we're friends. We're hanging out. We're having a good time. Hey, we're also playing video games. and and that's that that's the kind of the vibe i was looking for as well
0: why i fell in love with it it was like being back with my high school buddies every day after school we'd go to the basement of my one friend's house we're playing nintendo but we're not only talking about nintendo we're talking about trl we're talking about why corn is the greatest band of all time and is terrible it's just like (laughs) it's a moment in time that we can all discuss but ashley Was this your first podcast you've ever been on? Because you have the presence of someone that's been on many podcasts and like, was it what you expected you were getting into? What's different than what you thought it would be?
2: So I'm not a very big podcast listener myself in any way, shape or form. Uh, I don't really like listen to a lot of like talk radio by any means. Um, Not to say I don't I dislike podcasts, but really like before Arcade Parlor, only time I ever listened to a podcast was if there was a specific episode I was interested in maybe there was like a music artist I liked or it was like a you know true crime something that I was super interested in but I had no idea what I was getting into uh I remember when when Poncho asked me to be on it and he not only said I was he needed a token girl but he said you can carry any conversation Ashley and I'm a talker like I even in real life like it's not even just like a persona i put on for a camera i can talk to anybody do i like talking to people not always but i can if i even put me in a room with a bunch of people i'm gonna make friends in five minutes it's just who i am as a person so i like to pe- make people feel warm and like comfortable when they're around me so i just i felt like it would be a good fit and especially with like you know jackson aka bleachy b and i were so close um such a dear friend of mine and poncho and i have been dear friends since he since i met him on twitch and uh it it was two people i knew that no matter who a guest was i would feel comfortable talking to those two people so i had no clue what i was getting myself into but i think that all the nerves that you get like right before an episode as soon as we click you know start start recording Um, And we say arcade parlor and we're like, we're all together. It just completely melts away and just feels like so right.
0: So was it like what you expected you were getting into or was it just like, does it take you back to like that place in the basement or like, do you just enjoy you can't 100% be yourself because we're family friendly but it's still your personality. I can still like all you need to do is look at me or David in one way and like I can hear what she wants to say.
2: <laughs> I have actually I so far have not had an issue keeping it family friendly. I definitely have colorful language on on my own platform, but I, so far it has not been an issue. I think that the most the most surprising thing for me so far um has been in the in like the kind of the interview process with others i i i really didn't expect so many of the guests to open up as much as they did like from the get-go everybody just kind of like i hope that it's because they felt comfortable with us you know and people from the first guest just really opened their hearts and spoke to us about like people have revealed things and name revealed and all kinds of stuff on arcade parlor and it's definitely not what I expected. I thought like maybe a couple people would listen and it would be, you know, something fun between friends. And now the week of every episode release, every stream I'm in, someone is at at Ashley Florida, at Poncho Taco, at Cheese Pops. Great episode. I loved this. This really this was so great to listen to. This was so funny. And it's been amazing. Like people, you get to connect with people and I see our people You know our communities in the guest communities and vice versa and like that's why it's 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 like what you said before like you know i never think about us all in competition or anything like i think the three of us at least are so like-minded in that we want everybody to win you know like we want everybody to to do well and i think that that speaks through in our interviews as well and um, we've had some really great people on and i think that's something i didn't really expect
0: I think that's what drew me to this wonderful thing and, and like the the culture David and you created, Ashley, of like, we're, we all in one way or another play a character on our stream. But there's there's so much more that goes behind who that character is, who that person is, that this this podcast gives like a platform to our friends and colleagues to say, hey, this is what this is why I do what I do. Here's what brought me here right. and I thought that was just so cool and so unique and like a lot of times people think oh hey go live and then now you're a popular streamer named Poncho Taco is like no there's lumps you take there's there's like there's trials and tribulations of babar I don't know what that is I don't know why I said <laughs> that but I just it's an honor to be an intern here you know learning from this amazing thing you guys created Um, and I'm super appreciative. But that being said, this is a celebration. So I don't want to get too sentimental right now. I want to talk about a year has gone by. That is 12, well, 11 amazing episodes. This will be 12. That is a lot of content that was created. Personally, because I'm a selfish man, my favorite moment of all time was eating the toilet paper (laughs) with Jackson. That made me feel so welcomed (laughs) by you guys. The fact that Jackson would do that live with me. That was my favorite moment. David, what was your favorite moment
1: in a year of Arcade Parlor? That is a fantastic moment. Uh, I, I think one of the moments that sticks out to me was unprompted. I uh, had not discussed this with the person ahead of time was just like when we had chess on here. I knew it. And I was like, hey, chess, why don't you play us the Titanic song? Uh, your heart will go on. <laughs> uh, he had no, I, I I, didn't even think about this beforehand. It just came up because we were talking about his musical talent that he brings to his stream and everything. And I was like, hey. Let's hear your song that you play. And, it, 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 and, he, and he just he didn't even he didn't crack a smile, didn't even skip the beat. He just pulled it out. He started playing. We're dying. He knows we're dying and laughing at him because it's so hilarious but he, he just he did he nailed it he just it didn't even crack a smile is the funniest thing how well he pulled that off
2: <laughs> just for context chess wc who is a guest on RK parlor he has a channel point redemption in his stream where he, it's called uh my heart will go on and he plays the song terribly on a recorder so when prompted and david Panchataco was like oh you should play that song chest didn't even crack a smile bro he just off screen grabs the recorder and pulls it to his mouth and badly plays the song and we were (laughs) dying dying
1: i so wish that we were doing video at the time (laughs) uh, or live streaming it would have been it would have been incredible would have been incredible for everybody to see live
0: (laughs) that was the episode right after mine and i remember being so jealous that I was my jealousy meter was at like a fifteen because like you guys played a game too and chess immediately failed at his own game and yep. I was laughing the whole way through <laughs> it. I learned so much about him. Like, I wish I I wish I could just be there every time and then I got lucky enough that you guys accepted my internship. But uh <laughs> what about you, Ashley? What what moment sticks with you?
2: He stole mine, not gonna
1: lie. That's what <laughs> I was gonna say, but I knew he would. It
2: was a great moment. It was, it was great. Um I have a couple, so really quick. One moment, I just thought of this. I didn't even write it in my notes. I remember when Pops was a guest and we had been re- like, I had been counting down the days for till Tears of the Kingdom, which, by the way, it's it's 92 days since Tears of the Kingdom today, everybody. <laughs> it's over three months. That's crazy. Um, but I was <laughs> I had been counting it down and we're talking and all of a sudden Pops was like, yeah, it's uh 23 days, 14 hours. 20 seconds and like three nanoseconds until tears of the kingdom and i i thought that was so funny that he did his research and he did that um and then of course the banana icy conversation i will never forget that with Tanuki dan i mean we just i i remember when when i was listening to the episodes for edits and stuff like that i was playing tears of the kingdom and like i i had to keep stopping like playing my game because i was crying laughing it was so funny um and then there was another conversation that we had had uh the mac and cheese conversation the the dry noodle podcast that was i think pop's first episode if i'm not mistaken and we and we just went off on that tangent it
1: it was right before he was on i
2: think right he was you were on weren't you
0: it was So the thing, I was mowing my grass. So when you say you listen to podcast, mowing your grass, yes. I was listening to the podcast mowing the grass. I believe it was the Sherby episode. And you're like, uh, everyone, everyone gather around and listen to me. My name is David Poncho Taco, and I should share a tale with you. I had a box of mac and cheese, and let me tell you what I did. I added <laughs> milk and butter to it. And let me tell you what, that was a game changer. So if you ever, and then I'm thinking like, that's how you make it. That's the fundamentals it's of making It's on, it on the, the box. box! It's on and everyone was super kind. They're like, oh wow, good job, David. And I'm like, no, I threw my lawnmower across the lawn, laughing so hard. Because I do that all the time. Like the wife will come home and be like, I use soap when I did the dishes today. And she's like, You're so when do, do you not use soap every other time? And I'm like, uh-oh. But that's probably I forgot all about that. That's one of my favorite moments of all time
1: i i i still uh hear about that at least at least mo- a couple times a week i, I still hear about
2: that. <laughs> it adds
0: a <laughs> it richness whatever
1: six seven months later or whatever
2: <laughs> you were so proud like <laughs> it up. Well, when, 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 when
1: i make mac and cheese i think people had a misconception about that they thought that i was just eating like literally just raw mac and just cheese on the side then that, that's that, i I cook my noodles or i I boil them whatever you want to call, I guess that's cooking. i I cook the noodles and then uh, I don't know i sometimes I just put the cheese in there and then mix it around and then I eat it. I, I don't always put in the uh, extra stuff oh, honey,
2: you gotta love yourself enough for a little milk and butter baby.
1: <laughs> it's part of the directions <laughs> it just it's so, it was so infuriating I, I I had never I had never uh really paid attention. I mean, I saw the directions I looked at it and I was like I mean, you, you got to know me when I go to a restaurant, I don't even put unless the bread is buttered. I'm not putting butter on my own bread. I, I don't have time for that. I will just take the bread, maybe eat it, maybe dip it in olive oil from like an Italian Ooh, restaurant or something. That's, like, that's amazing. Uh, but I'm not going to go cut off. Assuming it's just like a standard restaurant where it's just like kind of cold butter and then it's hard. Like nobody's got time you rip the it. bread. You know, sometimes they give it to you. Like, I don't have time for that. Sometimes <laughs> they give it to you whipped uh, And that. That's probably better. Like or even like my pancakes, unless they come buttered, I'm not putting butter on my pancakes ever. I'll put syrup on it. That that's it. I I I don't have time to put butter on my stuff.
2: Life is that unless fast for you, Pancho Taco. Me.
1: You can't put a butter on a pancake, my dude. It's a mover and shaker. <laughs> I, or I never said thing. I couldn't. I just don't take the time. I, I I don't have time for that. What if it's that like cinnamon butter from Texas Roadhouse? Ooh, I will make an exception <laughs> for cinnamon <laughs> butter. Uh, yeah, if I'm at Texas Roadhouse. Uh I'm I'm not there for the steak. I'm there for the rolls yep. and the cinnamon butter. Yep. Absolutely. I will fill up on all of that. Uh, and then and then I I will eat some steak. But I'm there mostly for the the rolls and the cinnamon butter, yeah.
0: You know what? I respect that. I changed my mind. Like if the the bread or bun or muffin or whatever that is doesn't come like fully buttered already, like I don't have time for you. That's why I like red lobsters, cheddar bay biscuits, the, you, those Ooh. don't need butter.
2: They and like the nothing. cinnamon
0: butter's exception or the rolls, they better be glowing. I want to see like if I'm about to eat a roll, my face in it, because there's already so much <laughs> butter caked into it. I agree. I'm on your side now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I do have a question for you, David. Are you still watching Cobra Kai? Because you that, that was a big focus of the first episode. Like your love of Cobra Kai it I don't even- popped.
1: I don't even remember talking about that. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'm caught up on it. Yeah, I've watched every episode that's available. I I think the last season is coming soon. I don't remember when the date is. Uh, I will definitely be watching that. Yes, I uh, that show is dumb in the right (laughs) way. And I and I absolutely love it.
0: And I did listen to Ashley on that first episode says she has 17 DVDs and VHSs total. So, David, I was thinking maybe we could take a couple of guesses to see if we can guess at least one or two of those. I I think I have a guaranteed one, actually for you. Wow. But I'm almost positive. Okay. Can I guess it? Sure. Beauty and the Beast.
2: You are wrong, my friend. Now, I want to say, I want to say really quick that... I did when I moved back to Florida, I donated a lot of my stuff, all my DVDs and and all my all my 17 DVDs and VHSs included. But I took a picture of them just in case we ever talked about them on the podcast one day, just so you know. So I have them. I have the list right here. And I would love to see who could get at least one of the only 17 movies that I deem fit to have been owned by Ashley, Florida.
1: I have one guess right now
2: oh come They're on laying on the
1: field all right eternal sunshine of the spotless mind
2: that's so wrong because you've known me for three years bro that's my
1: favorite movie of all time so you own it? it it was one of them though right
2: i actually had to replace it because i watched the the dvd so much <laughs> that i scratched it and i had to get another one I, 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 th- that that ca- I That counts. I, I was counts?
1: like, she has to have that movie. Now, She's talked about so much being oh, oh, her favorite movie. It has to be on hold the Hold
2: on. I have two favorite movies. Hold the phone. Two favorite movies. Actually, the other one's probably more so my favorite. So if you got that one, I'd be very impressed.
1: I don't know if I know that one. Wow. I, I've, pro- I've probably heard you reference. You have. It. I, I know I have. <laughs> I don't know what it
0: is. What if we make this like a week or a monthly we get one guest per podcast to try to get all seventeen. We, I already used my right, guest. It. You did your guess. We got one already. We have sixteen more to go. We can have guests guess about it. Moving in the yeah.
1: future, we'll, we'll, we'll keep a we'll keep a running score. Who gets it by the time we finally get to seventeen? Oh my in god! Like Fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> who, who scored the best?
0: <laughs> so before I move on to the surprise quiz I have for you guys, yes, because who doesn't like a quiz? Yay. In their podcast. <laughs> I was wondering, Ashley, David, um, Ashley, I'll start with you. Where do you what are your hopes for the podcast moving forward? Like, what's something you want to see coming in the future? Do you like the status quo where we're at? Like, what are your hopes for the future of the podcast?
2: I mean, for for me, it's been so cool that it's grown. I, I feel like with every new episode, I see different people saying, hey, I caught the podcast. It's so great. I really enjoyed it. Um, even people who don't really come to our streams very often have just popped in to say, hey, loved the episode. So of course you want to see a, like a, like an upward trend and stuff like that. And just where we're at now from a year ago is I never even thought we'd get here. and And I'm so proud of everything that we've done and how hard that all of us have worked and stuff and promoted it and talked about it and the community has been so accepting of it. So I think like the only thing really... I have a couple of dream guests for sure that I, I mean, like, I would love to have on that I've thought of, like, for the last year, like, proposing to ask and stuff like that. But other than that, I'm just, I'm so proud of us. I hear, I hear things like your podcast helps me get through my day. And, you know, I was in such a bad mood today and I, I listened to my favorite episode of the podcast and it just like, it like just brightened up everything about my existence on that day. And that, that to me really is like why I sit here. I-, I I adore you both. I love the conversations we have. The guests that we've had have been amazing. So as long as we keep making people happy and growing and we're continuing on the trend that we're on, like I couldn't be more thrilled for the future of Arcade Parlor.
0: Good luck following
1: that up, David. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the future, the future of the podcast. I-, I think that was the question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what what am I hoping for or what am I aiming for? Uh I, I mean uh, probably similar things, right? I mean, obviously continued growth. Uh we we love to see people coming in on the live stream, uh and when we go live, just seeing people chatting already. Excited to see what's gonna happen. Uh continued growth in, 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 in like in like the downloads and the statistics that we're able to see, which has been growing regularly, which is awesome to see. Uh, and then yeah, I, I also do have uh People that I'm hoping that we can get on the podcast one day uh, that we're, we'll be able to talk to. And I would love to see them on here. I think it'd be some amazing uh, events for the community to have them on here. Haven't, haven't haven't reached out to them in any capacity or anything, but there's a few people I have in mind that I think would be absolutely awesome to have on here. And I, and I know, I know P, the listeners would love it. I know listeners would love it, especially if you're plugged into like the, the Twitch aspect of everything i know maybe not all listeners are regular on twitch and know all these uh, know all these usernames that are uh, people that maybe we have on guests and stuff but it's a great way for them to get to know these people and then uh yeah it, I, I i i i'm hoping i i have some big I, i'm hoping that we have some big moves coming up here that i'm super excited to share about at some point
0: i'm loving going on the ride with you guys like the arcade parlor plays going live and having people watch us do the thing live and know it's like, they're not editing this. This is just a natural conversation about Slurpees that comes up with like just friends being friends. I think it's been so much fun and I really appreciate the ideas and moving forward. But with that being said, a year is a long time, but it also goes by really quick, right? You blink a year's gone by, but I want to take you back to that fateful day of the very first Arcade Parlor <laughs> Podcast. And I have, what were you doing okay. a year ago today? So, Poncho Taco, you mentioned a game you were playing off stream a year ago on the very first podcast. You remember what that game is. Feel free to phone a friend, specifically that friend <laughs> being Ashley. Let me let me think
1: about this for a second. I was playing a game off stream in August September time for- and it was the very first episode. I I don't think it was Elden Ring yet. I don't think it was that. I don't think so. It, it might be. I have an idea. Is it Uncharted Four? <laughs> oh, uh, okay. W- one more. One more. No, no. It would it would not be God of War Three. I talked about that like it right before my daughter was born. That <laughs> was in November. So no, it wouldn't be that.
2: All right,
0: Ashley, can you
1: save them? Do do you know Ashley?
2: Vampire Survivors? It was not. The
0: answer to the question is Peggle. You were a big fan of Peggle. Oh, that's right.
1: Peglin. Peglin. Peglin? I I think it was Peglin. Yeah.
0: That's that's my handwriting. (laughs) A game you described of I don't have time to play video games so I could pick up and play and just enjoy the ride.
2: I had the right yes. idea though, because right. like it was I knew something like it was kind of be, gonna be like a roguelike or something because we talked about like all that stuff and how like you're a dad, so you needed something like super quick that you could just do and like play and go.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, Ashley. Rogue, roguelikes are great for that. Yeah. Same question for you. What game were you playing off stream a year ago today?
2: Oh my god, what the heck was I playing a year ago
1: off stream? Breath of the Wild? Ding 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 ding! Yeah. You were going through your board. Like, what else would it be? It's <laughs> right. only one possible <laughs> answer. I almost
0: scratched that question. She's playing Breath of the Wild right now, going for their nineteenth All Korok collection. Oh that's how You gosh. can see her hands she, moving. Yeah, right now. <laughs> all right, Poncho Taco. What about on stream? Ooh. What was going on on Poncho Taco at Twitch dot backslash whatever? I don't know how. I don't know the phrase. <laughs>
1: but what were you doing on stream? During the first podcast. Uh well, I think Mario Maker 2 is part of it. Did I I, I probably had something else I was doing on the side. Uh, uh I don't know if I would have said it, but I I regularly guesser Uh that's on there. Um on what I know what I play weekly. Mario Maker 2. In September, I I was probably talking about my October plans. At that time, but I wasn't there yet. Um, it was before my <laughs> retro stuff.
0: Do you want a hint? I, I have no idea. You want a hint? Oh
1: yeah, let's hear a hint. You hundred
0: percent. Wait, Ashley, go ahead.
1: No, 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 no. Go ahead.
0: Uh, you one hundred percent of the game. Yoshi's Island. Yes, yep. That is it. That is it. And yeah, you also the- talked you were playing Mario as well.
2: That was the yeah. first game you ever 100 percented, wasn't it?
1: Uh, other than like some weird Xbox arcade game that took that had a T-rex, purple t rex and it took like 20 minutes to 100 uh, percent. yeah, that's about it. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashley, you were also playing <clears throat> Mario Maker, but that not that is not the game I'm looking for. What game did you highlight? during the first episode of Arcade Parlor one year ago that you were playing on stream?
2: Um, I gotta go Papers, Please.
0: Ding, 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 ding. Ashley <laughs> knows her streams. It is Papers, Please. And with bonus wow. points on the line, there was something else you were also playing during the time. It is more of a genre, not a specific game, to give you a hint.
1: Uh...
2: It was a genre? It's Um, not even
0: genre, a type of game. I don't know how else to describe it.
2: I feel like back then I played a lot of like ball guys and stuff like that. So no, I
1: can't think of it. Any guesses, David? Uh, I'm going to have to go with. I'll give you a hint. Ashley, you you might have inspired her.
0: You might have inspired her. It was. The Lion King. It was Disney <laughs> games. She was no getting Lion into King. Disney games because of your run <laughs> yeah, of Lion King on. You were so <laughs> nice to the Lion King game, but you did shout out and call out the fact that, like, how am I supposed to know to do this button combination for no reason? For no, re- and someone in chat had the instruction manual. I love that part of it. That All was right.
2: Pancho that had the yeah, instruction thing. manual. Was yeah. me
0: screenshots of the of the manual. <laughs> that was wild. I was laughing. So a year has gone by. Wow. A lot has changed. A lot of time to make up for. Past video game sins. Oh, do you remember, Ashley, what your video game sins were? And have you rectified and showed penance and actually played said games?
2: Was one of mine James Bond?
0: GoldenEye is. Yes. Uh,
2: I have since played GoldenEye because it came out for Switch Online. And when it did, Chess WC had me as a guest on his stream. And I played the game for the very first time ever this year.
0: You are forgiven. Do you remember what your secondary sin was?
2: Um, Gosh, there's so many games that I never played, and I can't think. That was my big sin back in the day, for sure. Um, The other one escapes me.
0: How have you never played a 3D Mario Brothers?
2: Wow. I... <laughs> Well, I played 64. I
0: forgot about that. I
2: did play 64.
0: (laughs) I broke a table in my house when I heard that. I broke a table. I was (laughs) Mario 64. At least you have that. But there's Sunshine, Galaxy, Galaxy 2. Odyssey is so good. Even Jackson's like, play Odyssey or I will break your legs.
2: And you said, I will,
0: Jackson. Did you play Odyssey yet? Or are your legs about to be broken?
2: (laughs) Somebody bought me Odyssey for Christmas and I still haven't played it. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.
1: I It's so good. It's so good, too. I
2: played SM64 as a child when it came out. I 100%ed the game, never touched it, which is funny because I love watching people play it or speedrun it or whatever. But any other 3D... I actually own a bunch of titles of 3D Mario games. I think I have um, 3D World and whatever. Never have I played a single one of them.
0: For how big of a sin that is, and you are not forgiven for that. Okay. I think Poncho Taco has committed an even greater sin. A game that is on the top five of ninety nine percent of gamers' top five list. Maybe the best in one of the most amazing series of all time. Hasn't played it as of a year ago. Have you rectified that?
1: I have not. What is I it? Know what game you're talking about. It is a link to the past.
3: Oh. I have not
1: I've not beaten that game. It's not a link to the past. Oh, it is! It is. I'm just so disappointed. <laughs> okay, you. You're shaking your head. I was like, "Did I say something else?" It's a link to the past. I've I'm never beaten it.
2: Devastating. Uh, just hurts. It's hard for me because I never had a NES growing up, and I've 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 beat every every console Zelda game I've beat in my lifetime. But I mostly played it on um, Game Boy. It's so much. Fun. And uh, it's,
0: you get, do yourself a favor, Ashley. Just play Odyssey. Odyssey is the best. The Odyssey or Galaxy 1 or 2, they're both really good. Play one of them. They're fantastic. And for the love of all things holy, David, look me in the eyes. Play <laughs> A Link to the Past. It's free. Please. It's free on Switch. It's not that long of a game. And then there's a randomizer. You've been playing randomizers of ever get other games? like This is the best randomizer.
1: I, I actually have never played a randomizer. I have not played one. It was crowd control okay i mixed that up i mixed yeah, that crowd, up yeah i ocarina knew you we were time. doing ocarina of something and i was like <laughs> how
0: has he not played this all right last quiz for you guys and I, I want you guys to work together on this opers 10 through 1
2: oh i i'm gonna i'm gonna nail this let's go all
0: right let's hear let's okay. hear the opers number 10 uh, are we are we going are we going from 10 to, 1? 10 to, 10 to
1: 1 10 one. Like, maybe we should explain what this is for the people that oh sure maybe didn't go catch ahead it. yep go ahead dave uh oprah is the official arcade parlor ranking system uh oprah's for short and what we did on the very first episode if you missed it is we created uh, a ranking system of one to ten but the one to ten all had a reason they were called like a number one so for example number ten was what what did we say was a god tier god tier god tier was number ten if we if we so at any point, we can ask each other, how, how would you rate that on the Oprah system? And someone says a number. And then we're like, okay, what does that number reference? Okay, that means, okay, that means this. Uh, that, that's what we classified. So we had 10 things that we labeled. Uh, and number 10 was God tier. God tier. Uh, I think I know number nine. I know Ashley, nine. Do You want to give number nine again?
2: I believe nine is the onion ring in the French fries. Surprise, Surprise onion ring pizza. in the French fries.
0: Yes. Yep. It started surprise with surprise pizza. <laughs> and number
1: eight? Number eight's my favorite. It is the clean wipe. No. Seven? That's seven. Eight.
0: Eight's my favorite. I think I Jackson. don't know. It's by Jackson. It's like I, the, I, I don't know
1: what it is. Do you have a guess, Ashley? Dang,
2: I used to know these so well. <laughs> it was Jackson, also. Oh my gosh, what would Jackson call something amazing like a number eight? He had wow. a couple of great
0: ones. Great ones.
2: It. I. I can't think of it. I'm under pressure.
0: <laughs> me enjoy.
2: Of course, oh, me it's, enjoy. It's a me enjoy number eight. <laughs>
0: Oh, I loved it. I loved it. And then you guys got the Houdini wipe for number seven. Yep. Do you remember number the six? The clean wipe.
2: Uh, was number six I'm it raising is. my eyebrow now?
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was very specific. Yes. It has yep. to be now. You
1: got my eyebrow going the up. one like, oh, you got me interested. I number know five is number another. five, oh, a five is one. a gray piece of paper. No. Close. That's four. No. That's, four. That's four.
2: Eggplant is five.
1: Eggplant. 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 It's yep. at the store. It's not interesting. You don't exactly know <laughs> what to do with it, so you just kind of leave it.
2: <laughs> Four is number the gray th- sheet of paper.
1: That's it. Number
2: three, dumpster fire.
1: That's it. Yes, you're rolling. Uh,
2: number number two. two is
1: like a a wet fart. It's it, it's it's similar.
2: I know what one is.
1: No.
2: I know what one is.
1: I know what number one is. Oh, a snooze fest snooze fest snooze is two. Fest.
2: Yep, and you remember one.
1: One is a steaming pile of poop. Surprisingly yep. and ironically, not number two. <laughs> <laughs> but that, believe it or not, our first episode was actually called "Steaming Pile of Poop." It sure that's was. What I listened to. <laughs> that's what I listened for, for our for our listeners who who might not realize that each of our episodes is just the, the title of it is just a an out of context quote. If, if you ever pay attention, the the we title our con- our episodes just some weird out of context quote.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. That was a year ago today wow. and it's been a wild ride. Arcade Parlor has been an absolute blast and I guess I don't know if I touched on this when I first started talking, why am I hosting the show today? And it's something I was super interested in is finding more about David's journey uh poncho taco and more about ashley's journey ashley florida and i think it would be easier and we all thought it'd be easier if i was the one asking them questions focusing on them and instead of having david ask himself questions so david how was your journey (laughs) that was great david you know we just thought that would be an awkward thing so the intern is taking over for now so i want to get want to get into that i'll kind of just ask one of you a question and then you know go to the other person kind of situation and i think what unites us all, everyone listening to this and everyone on Twitch is our love of video games. So, Ashley, I'll start with you. What like what is your history with video games? Like, what's your first memory? How did you grow up with it? Did you take a break? Like, describe your history, which is video games in general and what they mean to you.
2: So, my earliest memory of a video game, I'm three years old. I'm sitting on the floor at my grandmother's house playing Super uh, Mario Brothers one on the nes and the the games that really stick out to me like my earliest earliest memories are mario 1 mario 3 duck hunt uh mrs pac-man uh and even zelda 1 and 2 like i didn't even know what i was doing but i remember being three four years old playing zelda and just loving it so much and I just never stopped. I I, my parents were really cool about it because I was still like the kid who always went outside. And I always like had was had a lot of friends and stuff like that. But I, I wanted to be in my room playing video games all the time. And they were really supportive of that. I have a picture that's very popular. I show people all the time. It's me at three years old holding up my uh Super Mario Brothers three cartridge. and I'm like all excited about it. and I like, look exactly the same now when I play the same game. It's so good. So I always had games. I, I had, you know, two parents' houses, so I would have, you know, a Nintendo at one and my Sega at the other. and i I took really good care of my games. I had a lot of younger siblings, so like I never wanted like my stuff to get messed up. and you know, always had the the not plugged in controller for them and was like, oh, "Look, you're doing so great, but it was me. So, I loved games. I, I played a lot of different stuff. My parents were super cool for the most part. You know, they were like, oh, no blood in Mortal Kombat. And I was like, oh, for sure. But as soon as they left the room, your girl turned the blood on. You know how it goes. Uh, <laughs> but there's, no, I've never taken a break in my entire life. There, I have a memory. If you ask me an age I was at, I could probably tell you what I was playing at that time. You know, Nintendo 64 really changed my life. Ocarina of Time has to be my most played game ever, ever, ever. Besides maybe Breath of the Wild but i've there has never been a slowdown for me. my earliest memories I can remember playing video games and I play them now all the time so they have just always been a super big part of my life
1: same question David video my earliest so i am younger uh than you guys I, i'm thirty uh years old thirty one next month Ooh. uh but I, I'm thirty years old and uh, I I know we had an uh, an NES. Now that wasn't the one that I was playing per se, but uh, I do remember us having a Super Nintendo also. And Super Mario World is probably my earliest uh, memory of gaming. Another another memory that always comes back to me, and I don't know what the game was. Was uh we there's Pizza Hut. You go to Pizza Hut, and they would have a couple arcade machines there. And one of them was it, it was a side scroller beat-em-up. It didn't have but it, it was only like a one single platform. It wasn't like kind of 3D-ish mm-hmm. ground where you can kind of walk up a little higher and down. It was strictly a platform, and maybe somebody can let us let me know someday in the future if they if they remember this game. And I just remember you were kind of like kids. Like you two boys, and one of them like had a yo-yo uh, as, as his main attack uh i don't know if it's a main attack but he used attack and then the other one had like some type of powers i don't know pink balls of energy stuff like that all right i have no idea what this game was called i remember playing it one of the earliest memories that i have and uh otherwise uh super mario world it, it, as far as home console goes uh that that's probably my earliest memory if I, if I if i'm being honest with myself
0: did you ever take a break and like have video games always been a part of your life or i know a lot of people they, they've you know, just disappear yeah. and come back to it.
1: They I I can't really think of a time where I was like, I, I'm not really playing games anymore. I, I've had the gamer blues where just like nothing really interests me, but I've still always been plugged in as to what the new releases are. I'm listening to gaming podcasts, even though I'm like not really playing any of the games. Uh so I'm 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 very like up to date on what was coming out. Uh and, and then that, that's more like in my college years probably. Just didn't, uh, I was just, I just gamer blues. Just didn't know what, n- nothing really sounded good. It was just easier to put on a TV show or something like that instead of playing a game. What's your gamer
0: blues Loved game? It. Like, all right, I don't want to play a game, so I might as well just play this again. Ashley, here's of the kingdom. I got gotcha. you know, Breath
1: <laughs> of the Wild.
3: All
0: right, I don't know what to play. I'll play some Zelda. <laughs> Not to answer for you, but do you have like, nothing sounds good, so I might as well, for, for me, mine's Castlevania. I'll pop Castlevania and good
1: to go. Mm. But what's your... I can't think of what to play, so I'll play this again. If I have the game in blues, I'm probably just not playing a game, to be honest. I'm probably just not playing anything. I, I'm i not somebody who typically like replays games uh, unless it's been a very long time or the game is really, really good to me. Uh, I usually will play a game and just kind of be like, all right, that was awesome. I had a great time and not not really play it again unless it's for like stream sake or something like that. Uh, but on my own time, I'm, I'm not usually replaying games. Uh yeah, that I I if i have the if I have the gamer blues, I'm probably just not really playing anything.
0: What about you, Ashley? I force myself to if I'm playing a video game and I can't think of anything, I have a game I still go to because that just nerd.
2: <laughs> for for me, I I like replaying games. I love replayability and I like going for a hundred percent of of games when I play them. If if I'm really enjoying it or if like it's, you know, obviously a Zelda game, but if I'm bored on like a like a night and I just have time to game. Uh, you know, and I have two running games. I have a running game in Breath of the Wild that I'm so close to hundred percenting from in my fourth playthrough of master mode. Um, and then I'm also playing Tears of the Kingdom, which I actually haven't touched in a month. I've been so busy that I have not touched it in a month, but I plan to play it tomorrow. Uh I have a day off. It's gonna be awesome. But yeah, like if I if I have a day, I'm either playing probably Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom or I like going back on like the Switch online and I'll play old NES games all the time. There's I've talked about Wario's Woods many times uh in the podcast. I've played it on stream. It's this old like Pollo Pollo, like almost like Tetrisy kind of game. I could play that game forever and i have because i've been playing it since i was five and i will sit on my couch and play that game un- until the next morning like it's just it never gets old for me
0: i love when a game like just bonds with you like that yeah. it doesn't even have to be a good game like I, lo- <laughs> it's I love it's not a good game it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> it's there's so many every literally every puzzle game after that is better and yet it's bonded with you in that way that's that's special i love that and i have my list of bad <laughs> games that i love. I will defend Dynamite Cop to the death. You know, I love that game.
2: (laughs) Was that Sega? Uh,
0: That's Dreamcast. Yeah, it's like it's Die Hard in the arcade, then Dynamite Deca, then somehow going on Dreamcast. Sega was so arcadey. And then when they brought arcade games home, I loved it. Did it have a lot of replayability? Absolutely not. But uh, at that point in my life, I didn't need it. Give me 45 minutes of beat the game and I'm out of here. I'll play it again later. But what about... So after Twitch, we all joined Twitch. We have a ton of huge moments in video games, all of us, and you know it's fun sharing them with people. What about pre-Twitch? What's a video game moment that stands out to you? For example, for me, and this is a weird one, it's hard to hard to explain, but we were in like sixth grade, and it was a sleepover at my friend Ryan Bauer's house. And we're all playing. We're having so much fun. We're playing Goldeneye. And he's usually a very quiet kid, reserved. Not like we're all just loud, obnoxious jerks. Ryan Bauer, super quiet, super low key. And we're upstairs fighting in Goldeneye. And he comes up the steps in Complex, up the yellow room. And he goes, Can I join the party? And my buddy Pipes shoots him and kills his character immediately after saying can i join the party and we still text about it and laugh about it to this day and it's one of those weird moments that video games are so perfect for me that i will laugh and i we will still say can i join the party to this day as our trash talk and it it lasted he couldn't even finish saying party before he was shot (laughs) <laughs> so, Dave, do you have like a weird video game moment pre-Twitch that's just for some reason, whether right. it's like time or place, that just sticks with you?
1: I have two. Um, first one I'll say is uh there was a time where I, I was at a buddy's house, uh, and th- there was a couple of us there, and, and my buddy I had a sister who did not play video games, had no interest in them, whatever. Uh, and one of my we were playing Street Fighter 2. Uh, it had just released, like on the Xbox Arcade, so it was easy to put. It was easy to put on the HD TV that way, and for us to play some. Uh, and my friend was like, "Oh, I'm pretty. I'm good at this game." Uh, you know, he was talking about talking about big games. So eventually, we we're like, "Hey, Rachel, why don't you come over here and, and and let let's see you play this." She she doesn't play games. And so she sat down uh, to face him. And she just button mashed, and she (laughs) destroyed him in some way. I think he was humbled, and it was was the funniest. He just got destroyed. (laughs) And she had no idea what she was doing, and (laughs) he didn't really say anything afterwards. I love it. We both have (laughs) troll moments that just live with the the immediate humbling. It just sticks with you for life. It feels so good. (laughs) Yep. The The other one, and, and this is probably trolley in, in a sense, was my brother and I, uh, we were playing Halo uh, CE online on PC. And we were in Blood Gulch, the, the best Halo level we've ever seen. And uh, so we were playing online. It was red versus blue. Uh, I think we're blue team. And anyway, there's this guy on the team named Devin. That was that was his username, just Devin. And for (laughs) some reason, we just started blaming everything on Devin. Like, anytime we were losing, we're like, Devin, come on. (laughs) Come on, Devin. And eventually we got to the point where, like, the whole team was, like, complaining about Devin. We we didn't, we don't know anybody besides the two of us. We're, like, on a voice chat. And everyone's talking about this Devin. And eventually they're all just constantly throwing plasma grenades at him, blaming him for everything. And the guy was like, what did I do? (laughs) <laughs> all right i'm gonna continue that meme every maybe, time I die, it's kind of toxic but it, it it's hilarious <laughs> it, those moments stick with
0: you and like devin probably enjoyed every moment of it it's like i mean i think we do that our yeah. stream today like something goes wrong we blame that you you always go to a mod and you always blame a mod it's just that all usually mods me. are now devin's usually <laughs> ashley come on devin all right ashley's new nickname is devin great <laughs> all right devin what about you which what's a moment that stands out to you
2: all right, I've got two also, but they're actually also the same franchise. Uh, actually, it's the same game. Big, uh, big shock. Oh, this is good. No, you're not going to believe this one. It's actually Mortal Kombat X. Okay. Okay. More, which I've played on stream. Lot, beginning of my streaming career, I played it a lot. Poncha seen me play Mortal Kombat X. I love Mortal Kombat. Uh, I don't play it a lot on stream, but t- gosh, am I looking forward to the new one. My goodness. Uh, but Mortal Kombat X was a Big one for me. I had it on the Xbox 360. So the first moment that I like my my awesome game moment off before Twitch, they had like these battle royales, and they were online play. And like Xbox 360 was my first experience with like online, you know, live playing with people. And uh, like I I don't know if it's actually called a battle. What's it's if it's called a battle royale a Royal Rumble? It's wrestling, but it's where like you are playing against a real person. And if you keep winning as a streak, like you stay that opponent and you just keep playing people until you lose. And then when you lose, the next person in line comes in. So I remember there was I was waiting my turn.
0: King of the Hill, I think is what King of
2: the it. Hill. That's exactly it. Thank you. It's King of the Hill. Thank you. My dude. So King of the Hill, we were playing and there was this guy and he had like a 300 streak of wins. And it was finally my turn. And the guy was on voice and he was such a jerk. He was such a troll. And I'm sitting patiently and everybody was on their voice. Everyone had their, you know, their headphones and whatever. And I stayed quiet during my match. I didn't say anything. And who broke the streak? Your girl. I kicked his But with Sindel. And he the whole time was like, Why does this guy keep blocking? And he was, because my strat in in Mortal Kombat X, I'm a big blocker. Like I will, as soon as you get blocked and you have that nanosecond where you can't do anything, I'm uppercutting you and you're done, bro. It's over. You tried. And I kicked his butt. And right when I was doing the fatality, I turned my mic on and I go, You just got beat by a girl (laughs) 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 my best gaming moment ever in my life i would say is that it was just I, i mean the moment i literally i swear you just got beat by a girl and the swears that came out of his mouth on that microphone i don't think i'll ever forget I will never forget. And really, really quick, the other one, it's so quick. I was on a date with this guy and he and I had I had known him. He was a friend and stuff like that. So he's like, he came to my apartment afterwards and he was like, oh, we should like play a video game. You love video games. I know that about you. I was like, oh, I sure do. He's like, well, we should play Mortal Kombat. I'm really good at Mortal Kombat. I was like, are you? (laughs) We played 20 rounds because he wanted to win so bad. Um, and I won 19 out of the 20 rounds, and he was very angry. <laughs>
1: and then <laughs> he went to bed happy winning that one time. <laughs> know, like, I did it. Was it pity? Did you let him win out of pity? I, Be honest. I
2: may have gone a little easy.
0: <laughs> I hope that one guy is listening, because there's nothing worse than a pity win. There's no, you know, like... D- the last 19 matches, I was getting uppercutted here, and now she's just standing there not blocking. There's something going on. There's something up. So if you're listening, buddy, <laughs> pity. Uh, all right, now I think this is part of my favorite parts of this podcast is with guests is learning about what brought them to Twitch and how their stream got started, the struggles with it, and where it is today. So David, like... What like what lured you in? Where did you start? How did that go? Cause it's really interesting to hear it's like I love hearing Tanuki Dan talk about like it's just me by myself and then I got my like just his whole story. Which which the what's the David Poncho Taco Twitch
1: story? I uh so I I've always uh I it was before even I I, I would I've had a Twitch account since twenty fourteen. Never actually used it, probably till twenty eighteen. Uh, I used it back in twenty fourteen a little bit. Uh I, I never really I didn't see the appeal to it yet. So I only watched it like maybe less than a week I used it and then I never logged in again. At the time I didn't see the appeal to it. Uh fast forward a little bit later and I started getting into watching a lot of a site. Uh I'm sure some of our listeners have heard it, maybe even you guys have. Uh if you're familiar with GiantBomb.com. uh and I started really liking their uh, playthroughs of games, uh, as well as uh, they, they they had a, they have, they have one of the biggest video game podcasts out there. And I, I really liked what they did. Uh, and so I started I was like, man, that'd be, oh, that'd be awesome to do something like that. Uh, and so, you know, I just, I just kept watching them, listening to them for a while. And then eventually I found Twitch in 2018 again. And I was like, "What do I even watch on Twitch?" You know, the the biggest dream, the biggest games are things that I don't even care about. Like, I I don't have any interest in League of Legends, uh, World of Warcraft. You know, thinking back twenty eighteen, what the big games were at the time. They're still big, Uh, but uh, and I I, I was like, "What are people?" I was like, "Okay, I like Smash Brothers." So I started looking at Smash Brothers, and I was like, "All right, I'm not feeling it here. This is this is too competitive for my interests at this point." Uh, And then I was like, "Okay, what?" what?" And eventually, I came to I, I came across SMW. Uh, and I was watching. I was like, this, what is this? This is not SMW. What are these levels? What are these people even playing? And it didn't make sense to me. So I, I left. <laughs> I like, I'm not going to watch this. I don't know what this is. And then uh, eventually I came across Mario Maker. I was like, what weird thing can somebody possibly play with Mario Maker? I mean, I didn't know anything about Mario Maker. I, I didn't realize there was much of like an online sharing element. I thought it was just like making levels. And I was like, OK, you can play your own levels. It doesn't sound very exciting to me. So I came on there and, and I started watching it. Uh, and, and I, pre- and I, I pretty much just sat in that category for way too long, not watching anything else, uh, since 2018, uh, and eventually, uh, 2021 in March is when I decided, I was like, let me try this. Let, let me see what this is. I didn't have any good setup. My computer was built in 2012, so nine years old, and, uh, I hooked up my ps4 at the time i had a game capture card i was using a little headset there's old clips i think one of my top clips is from those days and i booted up enter the gungeon i played that for a while one of my favorite games of all time uh and yeah it just kind of took off from there just started uh you know visiting other people hanging out having a good time uh and that's kind of where eventually obviously i started playing Mario maker 2 a lot Uh, primarily focused there. These days, not so much, Uh, but uh, I spent a lot of time in in, in that community playing a lot of stuff uh, and having a great time. But that's kind of my story. I don't really. uh, Yeah, that's it. Had some inspiration from outside of Twitch and that had nothing to do with Twitch. Uh, And eventually I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to do something like this. I don't want to start my own company in any fashion, obviously. So I was like, what, what can I do just to just to hang out with you know 10 15 people whatever i i I don't i wasn't looking for the numbers i was like just some cool people to hang out with while i play a game or something like that so that way and eventually it just kind of turned into this so that was your goal getting
0: started like hey i want to have fun these people are making it look fun i want to be a part of that fun is that that, that's what drew you in specifically mario and you're like oh okay i get it now the community people making fun of you you make it like that whole that whole thing brought you in, so it was never like, "Oh, I think I can." You know, it'd be nice to grow up and be this huge profitable thing and have it take care of. But that was never the original goal. The original goal always started for uh, for David Poncho Taco, like, "Let's just have fun here."
1: Yeah, and and that's still and that's still my mantra. Uh, I I don't I'm, I personally don't have any reason to ever make this a career. Uh, I'm on there to have fun. Uh, I'm there. I I don't care how many people show up. Uh, and, and cheer me on or whatever, have, have a good time meme with me or whatever. I, I'm not trying to make a career out of this. I have a very fulfilling career outside that uh, supports us very well in, in what we need and everything. So this isn't like a need for me, but I, I just have a lot of fun playing what I'm doing. And obviously, I, I don't complain if people want to support me in that in doing that type of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> that, that, that's totally awesome and amazing to see that people support people that they like to watch and stuff. Uh, but no, ultimately, I'm doing this just because I, I want to hang out. I, I I enjoy playing video games. I don't, I don't get to play them as much these days with kids. So it kind of also helps me silo off a little bit of time that I can be like, hey, I'm going to play some games tonight. You know, have, have some fun.
0: So question with that, because you always make it look fun. I think the good streamers always make it look fun. And you are definitely one of them, David. But what is the most Infuriating moment in your Twitch career where you wanted to pull out your hair, flip your table over, and Macho Man elbow drop from the
1: top rope through your computer. Ashley's gonna know right where I'm going. I know a hundred percent what you're gonna say. One time I was playing Mario Maker two, and I I'm a, I'm am a chill guy. Nothing really gets to me. Uh, nothing really gets to me. You can come in the stream call me the biggest idiot in the world i'll I'll just be like whatever i I don't care i'm having fun (laughs) i don't really care uh as long as you're not insulting the other people in chat you can insult me all you want that's all i don't really care uh and i was playing i i don't do it anymore i know you do it a lot pops viewer levels i was doing viewer levels one time and this guy came in hadn't recognized him and he was like hey uh do you play troll levels i was like not usually, but I'll I'll try. I'm not a big fan of troll levels, but I'll I'll play. And then, you know, the key was kind of smaller or whatever. I was like, sure, I'll give it a shot. So I started playing his level and it took like 45 minutes to get through. And I'm like, I hate this inside. I'm like, I hate this. This is the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> and a- as I'm playing, you know, uh, the guy's probably giving me hints along the way. I'm pretty dense when it comes to troll levels. Like, I just don't see the answer. Even if I die 15 times with the same thing, I still don't see it. So I, I finally get to what I think is going to be the end. And I go through a door and suddenly I'm soft locked. And some written in coins written somewhere. It said suddenly it just said like two player. I'm like, what the heck does that mean? That doesn't help me at all. And then lo and behold, the guy in chat's like, all right, send me a friend request and I'll help you beat this <laughs> troll level. Like the troll level was designed that you have to play with a second player to beat it. And I didn't know it for 45 minutes. I'm playing this. And, and the guy's like, uh, he's like, I, I, I was just like. I just wasted 45 minutes playing this terrible level. And now like the way because it's designed, obviously there's a way for somebody to beat it one way, but it's always like super precise in order to get there. And you don't know how that is. This is before like viewer level was a thing or I knew about it even. And the guy was expecting me to send him a friend request so that we could co-op it and beat it. And I'm like, no. No. Get out of here. I don't want to play this. i I, I've, that was probably the most like annoyed I've ever been on Tell stream. Tell me there's a pod. Like, Why Tell would me. you ever send this I to a wish. streamer? <laughs>
2: it, I've, I've, I was at Poncho Taco's first stream, I will be at his last. I have watched this man's stream for over two years, and never have I seen him get angry. Except in that moment, and the things that came out of your mouth, I will never forget, ever. You am dying. I can't breathe
1: <laughs> show's over oh the audacity. the audacity i've never been that i'm annoyed or upset at anything on twitch in, in my face.
0: life oh why does that make me happy that makes me so happy oh all my right. god we gotta bring it back we gotta bring well. it back okay okay <laughs> all right david <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can you play my level now? Invite me as a friend. Let's go. It's the only way to beat it. It's like, all right, 45 minutes. Thanks for nothing, buddy. Thanks for (laughs) nothing. All right, you already said, you know, you stream for fun as a chill place. How would you, like, let's say people only know you through the podcast. Like, what kind of atmosphere is your stream? Ashley and I know it. We're there all the time. It's fun. But, like, what kind of vibes are you going to? When you hit go
1: live, what is your goal for each and every stream vibe-wise? Uh, vibe wise, I would consider the stream to be PG adjacent. Uh, not not I wouldn't consider myself full family friendly. Uh, I won't shy away from sir. So I like I I personally don't care what people type in chat. Uh, j- just my mantra, just just the vibe of my channel. I'm like you know mo- people are pretty much adults in here. They can chat how they want as long as they're not being blatantly offensive to somebody or insulting in some way. You know, do what you want. You're adults in here. Uh, I I will censor myself. Uh, in in, in a way uh to to an extent of course like i'm not going to be like hardcore cussing or anything like that but uh the rest of the vibe is i don't i don't know I'm, i guess fairly chill uh just hanging out playing games i'll i'll get mad sometimes at games i'll i'll i'm not afraid to yell at a game or something like that not not often but i'm not afraid to yell at a game uh and stuff uh yeah i think that's the stream
0: it you nailed that vibe every time yeah. i go in there it's just it's friends laughing together making fun of games together Having fun and periodically playing two player troll levels together and it just it's so good to be there,
1: sorry. (laughs) There's also an uh, Ashley, I've told you the term. What is the term I call I also call myself? I call myself like professionally what 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 do I what's the term I use? Professionally jank. Jank. Professionally jank. (laughs) Like my my alerts are not anything like amazing, but I do them in my own spin where they're just like really dumb yeah In my own sense of humor and no, i i mean i i i make sure the quality is always great like quality audio quality visual quality is always top notch for me but like as far as like dumb alerts i just want the dumbest thing i'll 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 I'm like my my resub alert is me singing uh with some weird like looping and stuff like that like it's just dumb janky professionally done at the same time
2: it d- <laughs> so dumb like, humor is that- like always how you describe it like you always say it's like dumb humor and like professional mm-hmm. jankery.
1: Yep. Yep. That's that that's how I I make sure the quality of it comes out good, but it but it's really dumb.
0: <laughs> always so much fun. Always so welcoming. For real, if you've not been to a David Poncho Taco stream, go check it out. Um and you already said it, that my last question. The goal the goal is to have fun. Grow the stream. That's not the priority though. It's always like, hey, I'm in it for fun mm-hmm. and to have a good time. And I think that's awesome. And it definitely shows every time you're there priority is chill fun and you're killing it david and i really do i think everyone in your community appreciates at night when we're winding down there's david just hanging out playing a video game with a smile puts a smile on your face i know i always have you on when i'm when i'm resting my eyes at night so really do appreciate that but ashley yes. ashley it's time to learn the history of <laughs> ashley underscore road i mean florida not rhode no. island anymore that was a year ago <laughs> But what what <laughs> attracted you to Twitch? What what was the first thing that got you interested
2: in? I feel like my Twitch story is so much longer than David's, which I'm sure comes as a shock, but Am am I going to just tell the tell the story? Just dive right in, let's do it. Okay.
0: That's what the people are here for. They want to know about you, the behind the scenes, like just so, just go with it. No one I, w-
2: I first discovered Twitch, I was dating somebody that was super into Twitch and he What He, at the time, was super into Mario Maker. And I was watching and I was like, this is pretty cool. Like, I've never seen this game before. I didn't even know there was a first Mario Maker. Never mind a Mario Maker 2. And when I first started watching Twitch, what really attracted me to Twitch was speedruns. And I saw the Super Mario 64 speedruns. I was like, this is so cool. And I started watching Barbarous King. I started watching Orator. I started watching Slade and those were my 3 those were the only places i watched during the day but then i started watching some speedrunners i would watch like small ant a little bit um link is 7 tons of the huge streamers that did speed runs and i was super interested so i started thinking to myself like i would love to stream i feel like i could do it like I, there was this old website back in the day it was called uh Stick Cam. And it's nothing like weird or adult. It was just like a you could have a show on there or whatever you wanted. No one really did video games. It was more like a talk show. I used to play music back then. I was like nineteen. I didn't know. And it was just like it was safe, and there wasn't anything weird going on. And I would just talk to people, and it was a good time. So like had good memories of that. And I was like, but if I stream, I was like, I want to do speed runs. Like I want to get a world record. Like that's what I would want to do. So I finally made a Twitch account uh, in. March of 2020, and on that day, I followed three streamers: Barbara's King, Slade, and Orator. And uh, that, and I started like loving, especially Slade's community. I got super close with the people in there. I remember knowing Pancho Taco and you know a bunch of people that uh, are I'm still friends with to this day. And I was like, okay, so if I'm going to speedrun a game, what am I going to pick? So I started thinking. I'm thinking. I'm like, what games did I really love as a child that were like that I don't feel like other people are going to have played. And Bell's Quest came to my mind. It is a Beauty and the Beast Sega game. Uh, It was my favorite game. Like five-year-old Ashley, all I did all day and all night was play Bell's Quest. Surprisingly difficult game. Uh, Short game, which I thought was good for speed running. Um, But it's full of jank. But I know it like the back of my hand. I played the game so much. So I was like how would I even go about doing this? So I learned, I, at the time I was emulating and long story short, I practiced for three months before I ever turned my stream on. I practiced, practice, practice. There wasn't a lot of runs of it. And the world record at the time had a death in the run. I was like, no, I was like, I could beat that all day long. So I was timing myself with my iPhone on my couch, doing the runs three months. And finally I beat the record time. I was like, okay, now, there's a lot of RNG in the run. There's two levels in the game that are super R- completely RNG. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this so i had support uh my uh my boyfriend at the time gave me his 2012 gaming computer that he built that ran on fairy wishes and rainbow dreams and just did not even it barely turned on and i had that computer up until oh a month ago (laughs) so for three years i used this horrible computer no fans in it nothing i mean it was just boxing the the bare bones of what you need to make a computer turn on. I had no camera and I turned the stream on. I didn't know about networking discord telling people I streamed. I knew nothing. And I turned the stream on that day and I had one viewer and I still see him on Twitch. Uh, I had one viewer that day. I thought it was the best day of my life. I did bells quest runs. Uh, I didn't even make it an hour. I think I made it like fifty minutes, and I was so nervous. I was like, "I'm overstaying my welcome. It's time to go." So, <laughs> I turned off the uh, the stream, and I came back a couple of days later, and I had two viewers. It was awesome. And uh, the- growth, growth, baby. And uh, I beat the record on my second stream ever. <laughs> I beat the Bells Quest world record. Uh I'm now in second place. Somebody did beat my record like like 2 years later. Um but I was like, "Okay, so what do I do now?" <laughs> I was like, "What do I do now?" Uh and I was like, "Well, I really like watching Mario Maker 2." So, I got Super Mario Maker 2. And um yeah, I started uh playing co-op and verses with a bunch of like friends I started making and again, I didn't even start promoting or doing anything like that until a couple of years into me streaming and I had no camera you know I wasn't a very confident person at the time and um yeah I just I was like I'm just gonna give this whole streaming thing a try so that's kind of how it all started and I had no camera I had no schedule and I think two weeks into me streaming Slade raided me and that's how i got affiliate i would have never gotten affiliate at least not that quickly if it hadn't been for the Slade raid and i think that's how Poncha taco found me if i'm not mistaken was from that first uh that first Slade raid so possibly
1: I'm, i don't remember at this rate i think it
2: was i think it was because you're a founder of my channel from like way back in the day so um yeah i started streaming and like maybe for like a year I I didn't network. I that Discord. I barely went into other streams. I didn't really know what I was doing. And I I remember I did a twenty four hour stream like a year into me streaming. I had no business doing a twenty four hour stream. A five viewers was like the best day ever, and I I had, I had no business doing one, but I did. And Pacha was with his wife were there and tons of people who are still friends with the are there i played uh until dawn and i did my first ever play of uh dark souls 3 it was super fun uh but i had just gotten a camera then it took me like 10 months to get a camera and i when i first started streaming i was still in florida but i quickly moved to i took a move to rhode island i was like let me try like kind of, i wanted to kind of like have a change in my life and i certainly won't focus on anything sad but i I had a really hard time when I lived in Rhode Island. I I went through a lot of stuff and uh I was ready to to end my streaming career. I was uh I was ready to stop, you know. I I I didn't have confidence. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a schedule. Every time I streamed, I felt like a burden, like people just came there like because they felt bad, you know, like and that's how I felt at the time. And I'll try not to cry, but <laughs> Poncho started streaming. And I I knew Poncho. Poncho said I, before I was his first like real friend on Twitch like that like recognized him, said hi to him all the time and stuff. And I started watching Poncho from his first stream. And it took uh, like, like a, a while later, he made me a mod and everything. It was right around that time. I want to say like May of 2021, he made me a mod in the stream. And I struggled in like real life with belonging and like having a sense of like, being in a group that cared, I never felt anything like I did going to a poncho taco stream, like everybody there. Hi Ashley, oh my God, Ashley's here. she's here. it's Ashley you know i I felt so loved and there was to this day, I still feel that way. I never missed a poncho taco stream like i I love being there and you know, not just because he's a dear friend of mine like i I want to be there and um you know, his stream like really made me change how I felt about Twitch. I was like, these, these are beautiful people that I've had the opportunity to get to know. And I started like, I, was, I saw how Ponch did things. I was like, you know, he has a schedule and he does things so super professionally. And even though it's like fun and a good time, like he just kind of got it right. And he really influenced me in a big way. He was always like, hey, if you need help with something, I got you. And so that summer was in like my second year stream. I remember feeling so much pressure I was going to leave Twitch. So I said my two year anniversary stream, I was like, guys, listen, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to do Twitch, but I'm not going to make a schedule. I can't do it. And from that day forward, I had a schedule. The next week (laughs) I streamed Tuesday, (laughs) Thursday, and I never stopped. And I eventually added the Saturday. I just basically was like, I'm going to stream the opposite days of Pancho Taco. And um, that's what I did. And I said to myself in 2023, I'm really going to try. I'm going to make a TikTok. I'm going to make a YouTube. I'm going to post at least three TikToks a week. I'm going to post a YouTube every single week. And I'm going to support the people who support me. I'm going to hang in the streams that I really enjoy. And since last year, I, I lost 135 pounds and i've done a lot of stuff in my real life. I moved back to Florida. I got a great apartment. I have my beautiful dogs and i have all these amazing friendships that i've made in the last 3 years. I decided i was going to try really hard at Mario Maker. I used to only play normal levels and speed runs and it was garbage content that no one wants to watch. I was like, "You know what? I'm going to play hard levels. I want to play expert levels and super expert levels and and i'm dyslexic, so i have a hard time with like button pushing and stuff like that like my brain just can't tell my fingers what to do fast enough sometimes so it may take me eight hours to beat a level that it takes poncho taco 20 minutes to beat but i get it done and i think that that's the atmosphere of my stream is like yeah i'm not great at certain games but man will i grind it out until i get it right and i and just through tiktok i met through tiktok but never knew him before sherby cheese pops isherwood tanuki dan Chess WC, all people who have touched this podcast, and I never knew them till TikTok. And my viewership has more than quadrupled. And I am proud of the community that I've built, where even though there's a lot of adult humor, it's really positive. And people come in and they share their lives with me and they share their day with me. And I'm happy and I remember things about them and I love on these people. And it's never an act, it's just because I love what I do. I get there, there's people waiting for me you know in the, in the chat and i i have to stop i have to stop myself from crying most streams like before i even start cuz i'm like this is i'm just some chick that lives in florida that's terrible at games but man do i love sharing that time with these people and um i'm so appreciative of where i'm at now from one viewer and no camera to today and sorry if i blabbed for too long but that's how that's how i got here
0: to think it all started with david poncho taco's beautiful hair on that stream to keep i'm so glad that hair looks so immaculate because ashley's stream for real if you've never checked it out go check it out the best how i like to describe ashley's stream it's like going to a party in college or going to a party in high school where it's just a bunch of friends being foolish together having fun and it's just such a cool atmosphere like there's not music playing in the background, but you hear music in there because it's just a bunch of people hanging out, having a good time. It makes you feel like it makes me feel 10 years younger, like I'm hanging out with the cool kids, and it's just such a cool vibe. Go check it out if you've not been there, and it is it is amazing what Twitch does. And it's hard to explain to people on the outside. Like my best friends are on Twitch now. Like that is what it is. My yeah. family's on Twitch now, and like not my blood family but like my my new family like the amount of support when we're down i can reach out to david i could reach out to you or like just things like that and like you get to know people so well especially like with yeah. the camera like you can see if david has one hair misplaced and like all right something's wrong we got to reach out <laughs> because he's he's having a tough one because that's normally immaculate but it is it's such a beautiful story and like i am so glad you found david i'm so glad you kept to it because you have something very special going both you and and punch. And I can't imagine my Twitch without like life without it. And the fact that the podcast came from that. Now I get to be a part of that. It's like, we're this weird family. Like we're all very different, but also like, Holy smokes, do we get along and how cool is that? And it all stems from just one man's beautiful hair. And I just, I can't, I can't (laughs) say, I, I don't know why I keep repeating that. It's funny to me. I'm having a good time with that. But absolutely, it's just, for real, David and Ashley, There's, there, I wish we had five hours to keep talking more and more and more about your stories and the vibes of your stream and like things like that. But you know what? It's only been one year of podcasting. We have another year coming up, and I am excited for that next year. But, you know, maybe it's time we include the viewer and the listener of the podcast in on these yeah. bad boys, you know? Change the subject a little bit. Maybe we'll see. Well, let's see what they decide. Ashley, for those who don't know, this podcast accepts emails and voicemails. If you have questions, anything, reach out to us. Please keep it clean. If you don't, we'll just delete it. It's not going to make the air, but email at ArcadeParlorCast.com. Send an email if you have questions, or send us a voicemail if you're too lazy to write like me. The number is 402 915 one zero eight two i'll repeat that again at the end of the podcast but ashley do you have any good emails <clears throat> that are do wonderful we have, viewers? Uh,
2: we have quite a few emails today uh we'll start with the first one here i have not read any of these by the way so i'll do my best this is titled one year email uh it's from our good friend donald wd 518 we love you donald it says hey you big-headed nerds and ashley happy one year okay I'm going to paint the scene. You're in a nice business suit in the top of a skyscraper in a corporate conference room. The biggest budget known to man. Guaranteed approval. You get to create or completely remaster a game of your choosing. What would it be? P.S. Cheese Pops has a big head.
0: That's a fact. It doesn't hurt my feelings, but you know what they say, the bigger the head, the bigger the brain. So thank you, Donald. I am one of the smartest people out there. I appreciate that. What do you think, David? If you can make any game. Remaster, fresh.
1: Remaster, remake any game. Oh, man, what would that be? I've always had a love for and I think it would be cool. I I don't I will never see it. Uh, maybe like a Star Fox 64 would be awesome to see completely remade in a modern engine in some fashion.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I, I I've I've played Star Fox. I haven't played it in a decade plus, but I had I played that so much, rented it so often, should have bought it, uh, but rented it probably three times the cost of what it would have been to buy it. Uh, growing up, and I think Star Fox 64 would honestly be, a, it would be a day one buy for me. Uh, I would play, I, I think I think that might be my go-to.
0: It's a good answer. Like, they, the one on the Wii U was good, but the controls were so jank, and like, I know Nintendo's stance of like, we're not just going to make another one of the same game, there has to be a reason behind it, so they'll change things for the sake of changing, which has helped them out. Because I was, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I love Halo. Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, some of my favorite games. And they've only gotten better. They've refined everything about those games. And I completely sure. kind of just stopped playing them. Because what am I getting? More of the exact same. And so I on one end, I'm like, just give me more. Star Fox 64, that's all I want. But now I also get, like, they just gave us the best Halo game of all time. And I didn't even play the campaign because like, oh, well, you know, I still have one, two, and three. It's the same thing. And those are better. Give me reach. you know. <laughs> all right. What about you, Ashley?
2: Come on. We all know the game I'm going to pick. It's...
0: Bart's Nightmare.
2: <laughs> I didn't have Bart's Nightmare. I had Virtual Bart. Or I, have, I mix still mix up.
0: And I, I as soon have. as I said Nightmare, I panicked.
2: <laughs> um... It's gotta be uh at of Time. It's gotta be Ocarina of Time. It Can they make it better though? Like yes. they made it HD. I even think with the HD, if if See? it got a complete reskin, a complete reskin.
1: So I I, I would I, I would also like to say I'm not looking for uh, an HD version I'm looking for like a ground up rebuilt different yeah engine in in these games I think is what we're talking about right, right right like think think uh Resident Evil 2 to the remake like the differences that they made and it's a completely different game at that yeah point, right I don't know what that would look like for some of these games but I think that's what we're getting at with these remasters right they're rebuilt right. from the ground so up. so Zora's domain
0: engine. wouldn't just be that one spiral hallway with the king it'd be fleshed out this huge area of Zora's domain okay I'm riding the trolley now. Then.
2: I, I think that if we saw modern graphics on Ocarina of Time, it would solidify its place as the best game of all time to a lot of people. And I mean, it's it's a great game as it is. As a kid, I remember playing it and it was just the most beautiful thing I had ever seen at the time. But I think that it would just be such a huge success if it got a complete reskin.
0: I think we're safe. It's the number one game of all. It's the Michael Jordan of games. So, like, yeah. no matter what <laughs> happens, literally, <laughs> yes. Le- LeBron James better stats all around. But We're just going to be like, not nah, Michael Jordan, terrible. Sorry, Ocarina of Time, best game of all time. You know, <laughs> I don't need to listen to you. I like, but, well, this is like, well, no, Ocarina of Time, conversation's over. And I, I, but it would be super cool. I'm with you there. Yeah. I think, for me, um, Castlevania. Give me Castlevania. Just, sure. I don't care anything. Eddie? I, I, any. Cast remake castlevania one on the t- it's just there's something about the vibe the atmosphere the goofiness what is a am- I, I love the castlevania series and i for how much nintendo frustrates me at least nintendo gives me new games of game series that i like like f-zero eh, metroid uh, at least we got a new super metroid What was that metroid dread was awesome yeah. castlevania yep. has just been gone like the biggest, and they do they at least give it to a studio to mess up with? I don't care. I'll right. pretend I like it, and they do nothing with it. So mine would be Castlevania straight up.
1: Nice. There, I, I feel like there there should be hope for Castlevania at this point. They they did an amazing crossover with Dead Cells, like right they let them do the sweet crossover that everybody loved. Like everybody wants Castlevania back. Maybe we'll get something. I don't have any faith in Cap or, uh yeah, Capcom. Right. Konami, Am look I, me yeah. in the eye. Konami, Konami, sorry, yes, yeah, Konami, no, no, Capcom. I have faith in these days. Not Konami. Konami.
2: No, no. Not. <laughs>
1: look me in the eye, Konami. Just give it to
0: FromSoft. They'll do great. It'll right? be amazing. <laughs> they will call it Dead Souls Three: Castlevania Edition. I'm in. You know, I don't care. Love Just it. Let me play a game with a whip. That's all I want. Sorry, I got mad. <laughs> Good email, Donald.
2: Uh, we got another one here. We got quite a few, actually. Uh, this next one is titled question for one year anniversary it comes to us from fine cup of coffee i hope i'm allowed to say this since he's his name has been said uh that second viewer on my second stream was fine cup of coffee been my friend since my second stream uh all right it says hello it's me fine cup of coffee it's august 6 2023 the weather is 80 degrees and sunny today i watched back to the future and had some leftover vegetables for dinner (laughs) my question is after a year of doing the podcast what is a moment in your gaming life that you are most proud of? Like beating a hard challenge or whatever. X-O-X-O. Fine cup of coffee. P.S. Congrats on one year. Wow.
0: Congrats, both of you. Big time. That's a huge accomplishment. I mean, I've been here for like, what, a cup of coffee, a fine cup of coffee. but That is <laughs> huge.
2: I'll, I'll start on this one if you don't mind. Because I know we talked about like a moment that we're really proud of. A challenge like sparked me so when i decided i was going to get better at mario maker uh i i've created quite a few challenges in mario maker but my first challenge i ever created was called the get good challenge and i started playing the top 100 most popular expert and super expert levels and that's how i decided i was going to get better at mario maker and it just kind of like all these people kept saying to me like ashley i want to do that too but i don't want to copy you i was like copy me I knew anybody could play this So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it a challenge. And I announced it. I said, get good. Here's the challenge. Top 100 expert, super expert, all time, most popular Mario Maker levels. Beat the 200 levels. You just got better at Mario Maker. And it caught on like wildfire. There's like over like, I think there's like 35 streamers now who have done the get good challenge. And that's like crazy in our small community. So when I actually beat the get good challenge... I was so proud of myself. I couldn't believe that I had actually done all those super expert levels at the time. You know, and now I'm like being a lot harder of levels than are in that challenge even. But that was a big moment for me when I made a challenge. It got popular in our community and I actually beat it myself. That was pretty cool.
0: Such an awesome challenge. I had so much fun watching it and then watching other. It's There's one thing about watching people play just really hard levels and grinding it out. But you get... Equal amount of joy as a viewer watching someone grow in their skills and those levels were all really good. They're really they're not just terrible levels. They're not mm-hmm. just training levels. They were since like genuinely fun to watch. And then watching someone get their first shell jump, watching someone get their first double, watching someone get their first drop. It's yeah. just it, it takes you back to when you were there, and it is genuinely fun to watch. I, I love that challenge so much. It was a blast. And I, Thanks. I'll never forget when you beat it. But what Thanks. about you, uh,
1: David Punch? the hardest thing i've done um I mean, that, that that's kind of tough to think uh all the years of playing games uh even like looking back at n64 days uh, other than maybe fighting the controls themselves uh I honestly one of probably the most the more difficult games a little out of my wheelhouse that i played was a couple years ago on on stream i actually played through the entirety of alien isolation which is uh it, it's hard in a in a stressful way it never lets up the the the, the aliens always right behind you uh ready to ready, you know whatever it, it, it's it's a difficult game it's all about stealth and i i think maybe that might be the hardest game i've played through uh i don't typically grind really difficult games on my own on my own especially these days because i just want to sit back and kind of breeze through a game these days when i actually have free time to play a game and that might be one of the more difficult ones that i've done now i i am th- that might change soon i am playing through a elden ring and that's proven quite difficult in certain areas and stuff like that so may- maybe this will be the one i know there's some very difficult things coming up in it Uh, But I'm having a good time with that. But I think as of right now, maybe just like Alien Isolation, to be honest, I can't think of like, I know there's old school games that that are just like. Unfair, like there's no way anybody uh, can do this or do that or, you know, it just it doesn't make any sense why these games, some of these games exist, Uh, I'm not really including those per se, but uh, yeah, I, I think that might be my answer, to be honest right now.
2: It was a big moment in your stream when you beat Lion King, in my opinion, because you played it for the first. You were going to say that too, Pops. I was going I was, I was, <laughs>
0: to so? segue I, by just going
1: Lion King, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I beat it in like four hours, though. It didn't take me that long to, to beat. I I didn't actually find the game that difficult, to be honest. There, there was some oh, cheap Oh, whatever, stuff. bro. But like, I think it's maybe because I played that in my adult age. Maybe, maybe it's just because people played as a the kid. They didn't think it was that tough. The waterfall. Or they thought it was really tough as a kid? I don't know. Oh, the monkeys. waterfall is so rough. The blind jumps.
0: The lava area where rocks hit you in the head. And then, oh, here comes a bat to knock you off the ledge. You got to jump, hit the bat midair, land back on it. And then you get back. Okay. And now it's pick a door. Pick a door with hyenas everywhere. Or jaguars for some reason because they had jaguars you fought in the I game. Know. And so you go in this door. Here's 19 jaguars. Sorry, wrong way. And then you get to Scar and it's like... He's sitting there, breathing hard. And you fought the whole way there. You're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I guess Poncho Taco <laughs> Davis is a better gamer than me. I'm just saying, Oh, I'm <laughs> three buttons, throw him off the cliff. Why didn't you guys think
1: of that? <laughs> I, I, it did take me, uh, it may be even, it might take me six hours. Like, it, it, like a stream and a half. Yeah. two stream, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, on, I thought, I thought the platforming was like, the platforming itself was decent. I thought, uh, pretty responsive, de- not too floaty or anything. But there were definitely cheap things that happened <laughs> in it uh, that I don't know how I figured it out. Maybe I maybe somebody sent me the manual. I don't know. And, and that's how I figured it out for the button pushes and stuff. But I did beat it in like six hours. It didn't take me that long. I didn't think it was the most horrible thing like people made it out to be. My
0: wife loves that game. We play it once a year. We beat it once a year. <laughs> and it's still just like, how, why would you even take the time to learn this? And she has it mastered. <laughs> like, she's like, jump here, half jump here do this watch out go left right left I'm like uh why why it's such a weird game aladdin great on sega lion king oh, so good visually stunning not a great game visually stunning for me um i started the stream when i started streaming mario maker i i locked mario in a jail cell and i jail cell i don't know why i said that and i picked a random <laughs> panga level and i said i'll never play as mario until i beat this panga level it was like Geo City, Cru- like I don't Geo Dude Cruise or something. It had tens upon tens of thousands of plays, and only forty-two people have beaten it. And just one unassuming night, I just I rem- remember finishing it, beating it, and becoming like the forty-third person to ever beat that Panga level. And I'm like, oh, okay, we got something here. Like wow. I just beat a Panga level, which I thought was going to take a long time, and it did. It took well over a year. But just getting to play as Mario, I thought was super. cool.
2: That's amazing. All right, uh, let's move on to our third email here. Titled I have to ask this question comes from Aos Arm and Anami. I have to ask you two beautiful hosts and the Jackal. If you guys were to try and beat any Super Mario 2D game right now, which one would you each say you can beat the fastest? If you happen to pick the same game as one of the other hosts, which of you, which which of you would say is better?
0: Ooh, that's hard because the games are such different lengths. I think Mario three would take the longest because Super Mario World get the Star World and go to the end. But I think Super Mario Brothers on Nintendo, I think all of us given an hour could probably rush through that game pretty quickly because it just takes taking the warp zones in level two and then the next warp zone and uh level four or two i think it is or yeah i think three two or four two to get the world the final world mm-hmm. and then it's a grind to beat that so basically it would be us doing four levels in the final world and i think it would have to be super mario brothers right like it's not my best game but i think it would it definitely be the
1: fastest one I think. yeah
0: yeah
1: it's not the one i know the the like the most well but i i think in terms of speed uh, yeah, I think that would definitely be the fastest one. Like Mario takes, Three, we could all get the whistles, but that's that last mm-hmm. world is so brutal. Mm-hmm.
2: It takes me about twelve minutes to beat Mario One. And it's a, if I'm having a good day. Like if like I have you have to start over, obviously you don't have a lot of lives and stuff like that, but it may take me a few tries, but like start to finish, like when I actually do a run of it, it takes me somewhere between eight and twelve minutes to beat the game.
0: Well that answered the second part of that question. Ashley
1: sure is did. the fastest. Poncho and I are just I, like, Oh, look at this. I would not work. be fast. <laughs> i don't i've not played that game nearly enough it's uh, uh to be able to be proficient at it
2: it's funny because chess and i did a, i was a guest on his stream once and we played mario one and when you play a two player your two games are completely separate games so you're not like helping each other in any way it's just once mario dies you pick up where luigi picked up picked up uh, or left off i should say so it was funny because we were playing all night long we just kept dying and like you know it's a speed run we were just trying to like get to the end as fast as we could you lose your lives you got to start over and we ended up winning on the same run it was such an epic moment like everyone went wild when we both beat it but yeah like if as long as you don't lose your lives it only takes about like 10 minutes to beat mario 1 easy peasy
0: I think that game has like a secret continue too. Like if you hold an A and hit start after a game over, you start back yes. on the, yep. the same world. So like, yeah. as long as you yep. get to the world eight, it's not you won't start on eight four. You'll start back at eight one. Eight, one. With yeah, only two lives, which is yep. still that is that is like one of my least favorite Mario types of levels where nothing's hard. It's just ten minutes to get through, and I think it's eight one or eight two that is just the longest eight, amount of rough. time, and it's mm-hmm. just one mistake, and it's not hard. But it's yep. just 10 minutes of gaming. And then if you lose, you have to do that 10 minutes of gaming again. That's my least favorite type of level because <laughs> it's just, oh, I don't want don't to wanna do this again. That's Nintendo hard. It's not actually yep. hard. It's just really, really long.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, we got two emails left. Here's the next one. Because I love y'all. This is from J Major 7. Says hi, Ashley, Pops, and Ponch. If the three of you were in a Survivor type scenario, who would be the first to get voted off the island, and why?
1: Uh Ashley, <laughs> there's what? no way. First one voted off. There's no way. She is gonna be the most likable person. I don't want her on the final two. So we're for. I don't want Alliance? her going to final two. She's the most likable. of The three of us. She's not going to final two. She's not going to final two. So <laughs> like, she wins the million.
0: Let's go back to the hypothetical. Is it just us three or is there other people involved? If it's just us three, I I agree. I'll join an alliance with you and vote Ashley off because she's winning. I have no chance one and one versus Ashley. Michael versus David. There's a chance one of us is going to win.
1: But Mike versus
0: Ashley, David versus Ashley. Everyone's going to vote for Ashley. Immediately more likeable. We're not
1: getting any votes. No no (laughs) votes. I'm voting Ashley off. She's the third. She's she's placing third in Survivor. If it's a larger group of people,
0: though, Ashley's getting through a few rounds. That helped, like the teams. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'll be gone. I'm the loudest and stupidest, and I I like picking fights for fun because I think they're hilarious. <laughs> Same thing happens in Mario Party. I'll be in last place. My stars will get stolen just because it's funny. Like I I've been there. I'm the target. Every family board game. It doesn't matter if I'm doing good or bad. I am the target. I know this. But if it's just us <laughs> three, I agree. I'll form an alliance with you and get Ashley out of here real quick.
2: <laughs> there was no hesitation. 100%. No hesitation whatsoever. That
1: question got read, Ashley. Vote not <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the it's the it's the the best tactical answer there is. It's there's a million bucks on the line. A million bucks. One
3: of us
0: has got I, to win, and we'd have some deal too. We're like, hey, if I win, I'll just split it with you. Cool. No matter what, we're making out half and half. <laughs> Love that question. That one was good. See you, Ashley.
1: Do I
2: get to answer?
0: Now you're gone. You you were voted right. off.
1: Good stuff. We voted you off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I guess I'll save myself then and not not reveal who I would have voted off.
0: Well, now I know. Now I need to know.
1: Or oh keep no! You secrets.
2: said I'm. I'm gone. It doesn't matter anymore.
1: Tune in next time. We got to know when, when when Jeff Probst is up there and he's got he brings the he brings the the statue up <laughs> that has all the votes in it and you know they put it because they they know it's split. He reads one that says, uh, Ashley, and then the camera zooms in on you. And then he pulls out the other one and has somebody else's. We know that's going to be Ashley's vote because Pops and I, both of ours are going to be. And they're going to they're going to pace it in a certain way so that there's suspense. Who Who's going to be on that other one that, that Jeff Propes pulls out? You
2: got to say it's, it. it. It's going to be Pops. Why? Because if it's a if it's a likability against me, David Ponte Taco, I win. And if it's a test of skill, uh, being Ponte Taco, I have a chance.
1: So Pops <laughs> is gone. Unless it's like ping pong, or if it's foosball, or yeah, it's like computer technology.
2: Uh, if it's but if it's like a, any, I don't know. I lost a lot of weight, so I have I have some athleticism within me at this point in my life. I would kick your butt, bro. I would kick your butt in a lot of ways, so if it had anything to do with that or likability. Uh, Pops is gone and it's me against David Ponchitaco. I'm winning all day long.
0: I feel like Ashley in a fight just comes in with the throat chop immediately. Oh, it's bad.
2: Like we'll be like, bring it I don't fight fair, baby. <laughs> I'm in it to win it.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I had a good run. <laughs> you still got like a hundred you still got like 50k or something in third place. <laughs> I, know, I Love that question.
2: <laughs> that was good. Uh last emo. Here we go. It says uh one year anniversary. Uh this comes from our friend Lopez. Hi Lopez. Uh it says, hello AP. Just wanted to say congrats on the one year. It's a big accomplishment. I want to thank all three of you for the great content, entertainment, and all the fun. Also, thanks to our blonde friend Bleachy B for getting this started as well. Hope this is just the beginning. Can't wait to see what the future holds. P.S. Hi, Ashley. Your friend,
0: Lopez. Aww. <laughs> Aww, that was sweet. Can I answer that question? Yes. All right. Thank you. That was very sweet and very much so agree. And huge shout out to Jackson. The The shoes that Jackson left in this group of people, like trying to copy that energy, that wild card, has been impossible. I can't do it. I can't do it. So I've just come to terms of like, hey, I'm going to have to be myself because Jackson was such a unique and special host. And shout outs to Jackson. He reached out and literally said, don't try to be me, be yourself. And like just such a vote of confidence made me go into my first time being on this with just like I was ready to run through a wall and shove toilet paper down my mouth. It was, it was such an exciting moment for me. So major shout out. That dude ruled
2: his last episode i remember like towards i actually was i was listening to some parts of it the other day i was re-listening to bleachy's last episode and he had given his blessing at the end he was just like hey guys we hadn't said it was you yet that was going to take over but he was just like guys whoever this next person is just so you all know this he is amazing He's such a great person. He's gonna do such a great job, and it's a different energy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, as far as Bleach, like Bleachy was so crazy in his streams, and he just did such wild stuff and ate crazy things, and just was like no played games with his feet. Like he was like nobody else I ever watched, and it was so funny because he was so poised a lot. You know, when we when we did the podcast, he was really pro, and sometimes even like soft spoken. But when he did speak, it made a huge impact, and he was so like special. But when when me and ponch were like talking about what the future of RK parlor was going to be we both at the same time said remember pops remember his episode and at the at at the on the post show when we were chatting like we all said you got to come back like we were just like we felt like we had unfinished business with your episode we could have talked for hours more and you know you had gotten partner and like, it was just so amazing. Like all the things that happened to you, like, you know, even like after your arcade parlor episode and stuff. And I just was like, I hope he has the time. And we just, you know, took a chance and asked you. And I was so happy. Like it just, it works really beautifully. I think.
0: Something I will never forget, Ashley and David, and I'm sure I've mentioned it. I'm sure I'm repeating myself, but it is rare and borderline impossible to find people that want you to succeed. And really friends, family, they might love you, but having people that genuinely want you to succeed in life is so hard to find. And what this podcast does, it puts people up on a pedestal to let them tell their story of who they are in hopes that they grow and succeed. And that is such a special thing. And when I was invited to be a guest on it, I was not partner at the time. and the weeks and the days and weeks following, I saw people from your communities, Blood into mine and help me get there. And I've made friends that I will have forever because of what you enabled me to do. And I will forever be. And Jackson, Ashley, David, your debt for one, giving me that platform and two, inviting me on to pay that forward to every guest that we have. Like, we genuinely love you. We genuinely want you to succeed. We want to laugh with you. We want to cry with you. And it's such a fun nerd out experience that you guys created and the fact that i can sit in the background and be the intern of this is (laughs) amazing and i just want to say that again when you find someone that genuinely wants you to succeed that is a rare thing and thank you guys so
1: much for letting me be a part of that absolutely one of my favorite things uh after an episode with a guest is uh sometime during like the next week or two i'll hear some i'll see somebody come into like my chat and they'll be like "Yo, i didn't really know anything about this person i've, I've been stopping by their stream more often yeah and i'm like that is so cool to hear like i i particularly remember one uh, a couple guests ago someone was like i i i knew this person i saw them stream and never never clicked on their stream before but the episode made me made me uh click on their stream i follow them and I, and I try to tune into most of their streams now that, that's that's super cool to hear that we've been able to, you know, do that for somebody, uh, get get them that extra exposure in some fashion or something like that. And that, that that's totally awesome to hear.
0: Means a ton. I'm telling you, as one of the guests changed my life. And that's just that's what I'm hoping the next year. That's what we do. Carry on that tradition, have people on mm-hmm. and like, let's show what they can do. And you guys do such a good job. I'm trying to get better at shutting my mouth. As you can see, I'm still talking. Am I, <laughs> am I repeating myself? Yes. But it's just it's so much fun to talk to both of you. And a year in the books has been a blast. So I just. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right. I got to keep this thing rolling. We're getting crunched on time. Do we have voicemails? Punch.
1: We we actually do have voicemails. Let me go ahead and uh, play one here for the uh, for the episode here.
3: Yeah, uh, hi, this is, uh, Jim Methuselah, um, calling. I, I just, I, I guess, I guess I have a few questions that I'd like, um, the illustrious hosts to answer. Uh, if you drop soap on the floor, is the floor clean or the soap dirty? Um, and is the S or the C, silent in the word scent.
2: Oh my God!
3: And then, would would Lightning McQueen <laughs> buy car insurance or life insurance? And who closes the bus door once the bus driver gets off? And if if two mind readers read each other's minds, whose mind are they really reading? Any, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, those I just I'm just hoping that you can shed a little light on some of those questions um
0: this is the best voicemail i have ever received <laughs> in my life how do we do this do we just you take one ashley david you take the next one i'll take the third one we'll go one by one we'll just let's do it. Them out. Let's All do right, it. Ashley you're up the first question they ask is if you drop soap does the soap get dirty or the floor clean
2: um i'm gonna go that the soap gets dirty because who knows what's on that bar of soap you you're dirty in the floor really Cause you don't want to be stepping on pure soap. You gotta dilute that and get rid of it. Nah, let's 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 call a spade a spade here, baby. You're making that soap dirty.
0: We've all seen hairy soap. This is true. All right, Poncho.
1: <laughs> S or C oh, in scent? What is silent? I'm gonna say, geez. but I, I'm th- I was about to say one versus the other because the other one makes a word. But scent without the C is a word. Scent without the S is a word. So, I, I just by looking at it, I'm gonna say the C is silent. Though I I th- I think the S is what you're hearing here. I that that that's my belief there. I think you're hearing the S. You're not hearing the C. You're hearing the S.
2: Oh, I love the next one's for you. <laughs> the I just
0: realized what happened there. Lightning McQueen <laughs> doesn't have a soul, so it'd be car insurance. All right, next question. <laughs> the closest no,
2: you don't get away with it that fast oh no you do not we are taking a pause if my name is ashley florida i need the listeners to know and oh Bob's face he's so mad there was a time that our cheese pops was on like a trivia show of sorts uh it was a really great stream there was a lot of great streamers uh involved and one of the questions was um the name of the movie, which features Lightning McQueen, if I'm not mistaken. And Pops, can you let everybody know what your answer was?
0: Speed Cars, the race movie.
2: Speed Cars, the race movie. It,
0: the worst, the worst part about it is that it was with two of like my heroes of Twitch, with Sherby and DGR Dave. and I, <laughs> I was assured there was no way I could embarrass myself. And bam, I embarrassed myself. To this day, I believe in Sherby's stream, there is a picture of me on Lightning McQueen's face. And it is an emote that gets spammed. It gets brought up often. It is, I I am a shameless human being. I was fooled with so much shame and regret on that one. That (laughs) one hurt, but thanks for making me relive it on this year spectacular, Ashley. I appreciate (laughs) you so much. You're just the best. Thanks, Pops. <laughs> All right, your question is next. And the closest store once the bus driver gets off?
2: I don't get that one.
1: It's, uh, I, I believe it was who closes the door once the bus driver gets off?
2: Oh. I believe that's how it was said. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, well, I got to tell a little lore. Like, I don't, I've never taken a public bus in my life. Uh, School bus? I, 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 yeah, I did like a school bus before, but like, I, I don't I don't
0: know.
1: Is it like a the timer Christmas it's like past?
2: Like- I don't know who closes it. I don't know who
1: Isn't it? a bus door like the, the driver has like a thing it's next to it. It's like a crank it, right? on the pulls, inside. Yeah, it's almost like a crank. Like he pulls it and then locks it into place and it like pushes the door. So the- I imagine there's got it. I I've, I don't know. I don't I'm not looking at a bus right now, but I imagine there's a keyhole on the outside. Right? You got to unlock it. And maybe when you turn it, it's enough to grab it also and pull it i don't know i have i've I've never really paid that close attention to a bus to be
2: i'm gonna go with some sort of mechanism yeah it's called the ghost of christmas bus driver and that's who closes it and now we all know
1: sounds right yeah yeah sounds
0: right all right science haunt you're up and that question is if two mind readers read each other's minds whose mind are they really reading
1: They're they're reading the exact same thought that each of them are thinking. I mean, they're still reading each other's minds. They're still reading each other's minds.
0: Would it be like picture-in-picture where it's just like when you pull up uh, OBS live on stream and it just goes into it infinitely? Like infinite? I think that's what that is.
1: That's what it looks like. They're just reading their own mind indefinitely? It's just an endless loop, maybe?
0: I like it. I, I think we know. nailed that. I think we put a That's stop great. to all of those questions. There, there you go. Jim, you're welcome. Um, you can rest easy tonight because we crushed those answers.
1: <laughs> Do we have any other right. voicemails? We have one additional one. One additional one. Uh let me go ahead and play that here.
3: All right, Quaker here. First of all, Slade loves Slade Road to Ashley, Florida, and hello to the wonderful and handsome Cheese Pops. I actually have a pressing question for Pancho Taco. Why is it that you never say hi to Ashley, and can you commit to saying hi to Ashley the best mod moving forward? Also, hi, Poncho Taco. I'm not going to do you the way you do, Ashley. Come on now.
1: <laughs> Quaker, first off, thank you for the voicemail. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> will I commit to saying hi to Ashley? Sure
2: wow big if true
1: hi hi to ashley all right
0: i just i just got a piece of paper from our producers let me read that survey says that was a lie (laughs)
1: no i they will quake the 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 caller has asked me to commit to saying three words hi to ashley i will absolutely do that
2: oh come on take the two out that's
1: what that's what the voicemail says not gonna lie we'll do it we got into our
0: pre like pre-show production to make sure sound was good ashley and i were in here talking david comes in and goes hey what's up pops let me see if i can figure this out and ashley was just sitting there like okay whatever
2: if you don't know the lore i'm a big i'm a big greeter i don't care what stream i'm in if you're my friend i'm gonna at you and say hi it's just who i am as a person i'll say hi to 50 people in, in, in a slate stream and i don't care because it's just i'll take up the whole chat saying hi to my friends it's just who i am as a person and 99 percent of the time poncho taco does not say hi back to me in any stream that i say hello to him and uh and in his own and i have a thing i don't know what it is i like a hi like hello is cool. But like, it's just the lore. Ashley Florida, you, you add her, you give her a hi. And I'm like, why not? I'm, a, I'm, one of your, I'm one of your best friends. You can't say hi to me, bro. So it just became like a meme. And now he purposefully just never says hi to me and breaks my heart every time. But, you know, he makes the people laugh.
0: I think that's one of my favorite parts about Twitch too. Is like the the memes that with the more you spend in the community, you start to get those insider memes, like things like that. Punch doesn't say hi to Ashley, and it's fun. And you always got to catch people. Like I'm not actually, I'm not actually mean to this person or anything like that. It's just an inside joke. But I love I
1: love that. You know, I will do my best to say hi to Ashley as well. As long as we can, you know, try that, David. there is never any malice. If you come to my stream, I don't take much of anything seriously. <laughs> I think I think people know that of me. They they know who I am. They they know what I'm doing on Twitch. That's awesome. I, and for I, real, I, Oop, go ahead.
2: I just want to say, I we when we do the podcast for those listening, um, there, it is live and um, there, it's it's on our Twitch channel, Twitch TV slash Arcade Parlor. And I don't read chat or anything. Uh, I we keep it really authentic. But I have a window. I have a giant uh screen, and I have a window like to the right where I like the chat is going. And all I see right now is like a zillion highlights of people saying hi to me. So hi everyone. <laughs>
0: Let's go. Let's go. I just remember if you want to be a part of the show, we have another year coming this way. We want your questions. We need to know what you're thinking about. So please email us at email at arcade And the phone number is 402-915-1082. But if you're like me, you never have anything to write down during the podcast. So just reach out to us. Say, Hey, yo, Poncho, what was that email address? Or what was that phone number again? We'll get it to you because we want your questions. You could have your voice on this stream, your beautiful voice. So please do that. But we are running out of time here. So I want to make sure we have a huge announcement, David, right? I'm pretty excited about it. I, you know what? I want you to take the floor we on this do. one.
1: I, what's next for Arcade Parlor? We've been talking about something cool we've been talking about. Uh, I think last week, last episode, we teased that there will be in celebration of one year. We're going to be doing an AP plays this month. Uh, we've been talking about it's been hard to not say anything about it. Yeah. Um, but basically what we have in store is a week from today about the same time 3 30 p.m eastern on twitch.tv slash arcade parlor we are going to do an ap plays and i'm going to say what's an ap plays that's where we get together and we play a video game it's basically a bonus podcast basically a bonus podcast we play a game we're talking about everything we're talking about the game we're talking about everything but the game we're talking about everything uh we're gonna be uh, uh, live about 3.30 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be playing uh, like a 50 round, whatever the maximum is. I think it's 50 rounds of Super or Mario Party All-Stars. I think that's what it is Mario Party All-Stars, the latest one that came out for Switch. And now you listening to this say that's a three player game. Four player game. You're going to have an N- No, Nobody wants to play with an NPC. They cheat first off and they're the worst. Nobody wants an NPC. So we thought to ourselves what if we had a fourth person come and join What if we had a fourth person come and join and hang out? Uh, I'm happy to say that we will be joined by the one and only Sherby of twitch.tv. Sherby will be joining us for that stream playing 50 50 turn round of Mario <laughs> Party All-Stars. Uh the late whatever whatever the latest one is on Switch. I never know their names. But we're going to be playing 50 or 50 rounds yeah uh, i'm gonna be join us i cannot wait for that that's next saturday a week from today uh if you're listening to this on release day uh it's gonna be this coming saturday if you're listening to this on the day that this podcast is published so that is august 19th i believe yes august yeah. 19th 3 30 p.m eastern we're gonna be playing a 50 turn round of mario party it's gonna be awesome super excited Yay. uh I know Sherby's really excited about it. He's excited to start talking about it this week. We've been keeping everything on the down low for about two or three weeks now or something about that. We talked about this, so. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great time next week. Can't Can't wait.
2: wait.
0: And we all agreed we're going to steal stars from nothing like nobody but Ashley, right? We're just going to wreck Ashley. Like Sherby already. It was Sherby's idea, I think, to only steal stars from Ashley, if I I can remember correctly. That sounds like (laughs) Sherby, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. (laughs)
0: All right, well, this was a ton of fun. I promise you, Poncho David Taco will be back as the host, but we wanted to try something new. We wanted to make sure you knew about the story of Ashley and David, we celebrated them in this one year of an amazing accomplishment. But before we head out and in this bad boy, that's my promo. I'm excited for next Saturday. That's all I have that I really want to promote. But do you guys have anything coming up that you really want to make sure people know about in your
1: streams? Um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Poncho Taco. That's really all I have to say. I have uh, some cool announcements coming up towards the end of this month about stuff happening next month. So stay tuned. I have some cool stuff coming up. I'll let you know more about that soon. Uh, but that's it. Twitch.tv slash Poncho Taco. Find me there. Twitch.tv slash Arcade Parlor. If you're watching this live, you're already there. Tune in next week.
2: Uh, for my purposes, uh, you can find me on Twitch.tv slash Ashley with two E's underscore fl. Uh, I'm also on YouTube uh, as well as Twitter or X or whatever the kids are calling it. These days under the same handle. <laughs> I have a TikTok as well, uh, which is Ashley two e's underscore Florida spelled out. Uh, I put some content on there every week as well. I'm announcing a schedule change this Tuesday. So if you're listening to the episode, tomorrow uh, would be Tuesday. And I have a little schedule change that I'm going to be talking about. You may see a little more of Ashley Florida. Uh, other than that, listen to Arcade Parlor, twitch.tv slash Arcade Parlor.
1: Let's go. Make sure you make sure you give us five stars too. Yes. Five stars, or else uh, um we're going to send someone after you. Dave? We, we we keep tabs on this. Dave said he'd go after people, right? We'll send Dave. Yeah, all right, definitely. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Mo- moderator of moderator of the live yeah, chat. Chef yes.
2: Dave's coming after you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Chef Dave's coming. You don't want that. You don't want
0: that. Trust me. Trust me. All right. Well, it was an honor to be the host on the year spectacular. I cannot wait to see what we do in the future. And to be honest, I really can't think of a a better way that I want to finish this year with you guys than eating the official snack of Arcade Parlor, which I deem to be pretty delicious and uh shout outs to you jackson i speak of course of toilet paper thank you everyone for being here i'm gonna just eat this toilet paper while we go quietly into that good night listen like subscribe five stars Do you all chirby next weekend let's go that's good it's just good oh my god it's awful. oh no it's not what are you talking? you're eating it wrong it just tastes so delicious